All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 65. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I'm a gambling man, Fred Rojas. I, you know that. I'm aware of that. I find uh, gambling everywhere. I get that endorphin release everywhere, as you know. Like in games, I find little things that that are very uh, close to gambling that I like. You know, rolls of the virtual dice, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I have um, another gamble that I, I do every week. It's been going on six, seven weeks now. And that is uh, every Wednesday night I take my son to karate, correct? And <laughs> uh-huh. when we're done, there's a McDonald's uh-huh. right in the same plaza. And uh, they have yet, yet to get an order right. <laughs> I have a McDonald's like that. And yet every Wednesday, it's my, I, I, I roll those, those dice and I go, this is the week. This is the week when I order the number seven meal, right? Which is two cheeseburgers, fries, and drink, mm-hmm. right? So I, this is what I say. I say, uh, I say, can I get the, the number seven meal with ketchup only on the burgers uh, instead of a soda? Can I get a chocolate shake? And they have yet to get it right six weeks in a row. And now it's, I would actually be upset, I think, if they got it right. There'd be no excitement when I opened the bag. What are you, you insane? Yeah. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there. It was just fresh on my mind for some reason because I was, we would just, when I was coming down here to get ready, I saw a McDonald's thing bag somewhere and I was like, I remembered that. And I said, you know what? I want to start the show with that because, uh, why not? Why not? Well, you know, a lot of people can't. Uh, oh, there it is. A lot of people can't uh, get, um, you know, decent McDonald's orders answered in a in a sensible period of time. We know this. It's it's, it's a strange because it's going around. I I don't know why how this is, McDonald's is still open because it just has like a group of kids working there that really don't give a fuck. Now, I know most people at fast food places kind of don't give a fuck, but this is like next level, <laughs> like how are the lights on, not giving a fuck. And I, I'm, it's amazing. I'm The kid said to me too, and then the speaker, you know, he said, uh, so what would your this is my was my I say can I get number seven ketchup only, and uh, with ketchup only and he goes, and then he goes, what size? And I'm assuming he means a drink, right? Because you get a, a a beverage. Correct. And I went, cool, but and so I said, yeah, can I get a can I get a um, shake instead though of the drink? He goes, what size? <laughs> <laughs> I said, medium, drive around. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got kids in your area that'll work it. Around here, um, mm-hmm. the parents explained that uh, that's beneath them. That they're, yeah. they're, if you're in high school and you have a job, 
you need to be making at least $20 an hour. Otherwise, there's no point in having a job. So they would rather their child be unemployed than um, working in that slave-driven factory. And um, whether you agree with this or not is kind Mm -hmm. of inconsequential. That is how they feel. And so around us, nobody in fast food or at retail stores is anywhere near teenage age. I don't think I've seen someone under the age of like 30 working at any of these places in a long time. Targets, um, Mm. Bed Bath & Beyonds, Walmarts, McDonald's, none of those places. It's all uh, people in their 30s and more than likely it's people in their 60s at least around the affluent parts of uh, Kansas City, uh, Johnson County specifically where I'm talking about, Overland Park, which is right next door to the city I live in, um, often makes... um, you know, the news for all kinds of good and bad reasons. And, um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Mm. it's, it's pretty funny right now. Um, because, Mm. uh, um, yeah, no one's, no one's working at places. So there's a bunch of signs up everywhere. That's like, Oh, please be, you know, nice to us. We're Mm -hmm. trying to make do, but we're always short staffed. And, uh, I will tell you the demand for these services Mm -hmm. are through the roof. And see, I think you're the kind of parent that I will be, Mm -hmm. which is that if my kid's an unemployed teenager and I have to wait, which I don't do a lot of fast food, but if I did, and I had to Mm -hmm. wait a long time for fast food, I'd be like, you get your fucking ass in there and work a job. Like, get this going. Come on. We need to get this going. This is ridiculous. Bring daddy home from Wendy's for dinner. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that is that is not the case around here. Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a uh, girl in the neighborhood recently turn down a job, and she was bragging about it because she said they were trying to take advantage of her. She's uh, 15, mm. trying to take advantage of her. They only offered her eighteen forty nine an hour. Only. Um, yeah. And her parents were very proud of her for yes. not accepting um, something so beneath her. Uh, which it's funny because if she goes to college and I'm betting she will and she gets out, she's going to have a rude awakening, Um, which uh, again, you know, I've kind of talked about my sister's dealing with as well. Um, She has tried office jobs and they're just beneath her. She just keeps quitting them. So um, she's happier being dirt broke and working like two or three part-time jobs Mm -hmm. as opposed to one full-time job Mm. because who has the time to work from, you know, eight to three thirty or whatever. Like that's right. not even an eight hour shift to me, but that is what her old office job had her doing. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, I it's it's getting rampant, buddy. Um yeah. as far it's- as the uh McDonald's thing, I'm used to yeah, my daughter likes her double cheeseburger plain. Right. She likes double cheeseburger. She's not a two cheeseburger person. She doesn't want all that bread, um, right. which I swear that's not me. <laughs> I didn't tell her. I mean, that. listen, there's nothing wrong with that. But I um, do that once in a while. But we always check it, and it's funny because I the the McDonald's person always seems offended. But more times than not, we have to get it replaced. So it's like, who should be offended here? We're just look. We're just checking. We know you that handed us the bag are not responsible for what's well, in that bag. I respect that. I. I got, um, I was sitting there and they get my food and it's taking a while and two cheeseburgers and fries shouldn't take super long. And there was the bag and he hands me the bag 
All right. Mm-hmm. And then he's looking at me angrily. And he realizes he didn't have to get my shake. All right. So he makes it right there. So he, he grabs a cup and he, he kind of slouches off. And uh, I got like a, t- a tingle in my belly. You know, like when a bully's nice to you at school. And I was like, <laughs> oh, here we go. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And he gave me a vanilla shake instead of the chocolate. And uh-huh. I went, you know what? Yeah. You, almost, you, you almost made it. I'm going to drive off. I like vanilla just as the same as chocolate. But you, it was so close. It was, it was six weeks in a row. It was just a haste on the shake. And the kid didn't look at the just seen shake. I don't think he looked at the flavor and... Yeah, it's so close, you know, so close. And, you know, I'm already aggravated because I'm coming from karate class where I'm basically making another car payment um, mm-hmm. to watch my my kid not pay attention. Oh, yeah. If anything, yeah, if, if, I mean, if anything, uh, every parent knows my kid's name. It's burned into their fucking brain because it's all you hear from me and the sensei. Listen, man, I can't be mad at the kid, though. He's four and a half, almost five. Sure. But I watch him and he's happy as shit. You know? Well, that's and I can all that tell really he, matters to me. I, I can tell he can't sit still because he's just, he's got shit to do. Right? <laughs> I can, right? I like, can't explain it any other way. It's not like he has like OCD. It's like sitting there with his legs folded just ain't his deal. <laughs> This is wasting time. And I see it, and she keeps saying, Sensei Ali keeps saying, Devin, if I have to tell you again, you're going to sit out the rest of the class. When you sit with your keep your legs folded, buddy, with your hands on your knees. That is not an ideal position for a four-year-old. No. He does not want to be sitting with his legs folded with his hands on his knees. You can see him rocking. Kid wants to get up and go. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think we're long for karate. So, you know, I'm come, I come out of there and, and I try to have the dad talk with him about paying attention and stuff. And then I start to feel a little bad because I'm like trying to tell a four-year-old to be like an adult. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> right. You, know, you kind of catch yourself like, ah, you know. Well, and I, I do find it ironic, although I don't know if that's the case with your karate class. But um, a lot of coaches of kids' teams don't have kids themselves, which I find. She, doesn't have, she does not. I can tell. Well, and I just find that to be difficult to like, well, like it's, you don't have to have kids, but like at some point you would have picked up on it, right? Like you would have gotten the cues of like how kids act. There's a certain way kids act. And I, I, I don't know. No, it's true. There's a certain weird unpredictability in their, their stuff they do and stuff they will say. Yeah. And like my son asks her every class if she has a switch and no she kidding. always says she seems very annoyed because she goes, Nope. Just like last week, still don't have a switch. Well, he I'm wants like, you to get on that. Yeah. Like he's trying to, find, he's trying to bond with you. This is a situation we're Alex. trying to remedy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> There's a problem that what needs solving sensei, yeah. like just throwing it my, out there. My kid's better than you at Mario, and he wants to show you how much yeah. better than. <laughs> but we need level are. playing field. He's not gonna right. just. He's not gonna whip his out and then make you like. But, take the challenge, you know. Yeah. He wants to make sure it's yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh you know, a nice segue from from the Bur- McDonald's gambling is I actually <laughs> went gambling, Fred. 
Oh, real gambling. I went. I went to the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. How'd that go? Um, well, I didn't win anything. Sorry to hear that. Uh, but I think we've talked about my gambling habits before, which is I don't really go in the position to win because mm-hmm. I'm not like a real gambler anymore. Like I used to be a gambler, as in my my 30s, I you know I would have what they call bankroll. And I would play like, you know, like diligent blackjack mm-hmm. all night long. And, you know, because that's when you're dealing with, with thousands, I guess you could say hundreds of thousands, right? That yeah. turn on a dime. But now uh, I don't have bankrolls. What's a bankroll? <laughs> you know, that's so, something a business has. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't know what this is. I'm, I'm not in that world anymore. So I, I only bring like 300 bucks with me, right? Mm. And, the, you know, it gets me through the night. It lets me play some slot machines. It let me sit at a bar and people watch. Uh, I don't really play card games anymore. I mean, card games, you really kind of need a cushion, especially blackjack. You'd never go back and play some I was going to say, like, blackjack, you could go through 300 bucks in a heartbeat. 10 minutes, not even. Yeah. You could drop that. Yeah, if you and I've done it before. If you don't even get <laughs> uh, one hand, then yeah, you you go pretty quick. You can play Let It Ride and stuff. Those are more slow card games where you can have a drink. Pygao, baby, Pygao poker. Nah, I don't like that shit. Pygao poker. And so mostly, I just fuck around with slot machines and the mm-hmm. ones at the bar and shit. So the reason I'm telling you this story, uh, so you know the last. Three times I've gone in the last year and a half. Uh, big, big shift, right? Since mm-hmm. since the, the pandemic. So it's like, you know, no valet, parking garage, uh, you know, two people in an elevator at a time, fucking glass up between partitions on, on the bars and the, the tables and every other slot machine turned off and, you know, get your own cards. There's some residuals from this pandemic that I do enjoy. Uh, one of them, one of them is you don't need to go to the front desk anymore. So they made it with, they send you an email that morning mm-hmm. and they say, what time would you like your room ready? What time do you think like estimated that you'll be here? And you pick like an, an hour span mm-hmm. or an hour and a half span. So I always pick around six thirty to seven thirty or something. Right. And then they, okay, we'll let you know when your room's ready. And then you get a confirmation email that says your room's all ready and it has a QR code. And then when you get to the hotel, they have kiosks now and you just scan your QR code and mm-hmm. your keys pop out for your room. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I, I like less interaction better when it comes to that kind of shit. So some residuals are good. So anyways, um, I show up and I go to the parking garage. And the parking garage is packed, Fred. Ooh. Packed. I had to drive, you know when you have to keep driving up and you're going, oh, Jesus. It's pretty yeah, packed. yeah. My work, <laughs> when I have to go to the main hospital, I run into yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I don't want to get to the top where birds can shit on my car. Yeah, I just, exactly. I want, yep. <laughs> I, want, I want to make it. At least let me make it to the level underneath. For us, the, that's the level six. Level. Yeah. yeah. The, P, the P5 garage is goes yeah. to level six. And anything five or below is fine. Yeah, I yeah. I don't want the Steve Buscemi Fargo <laughs> yes. shooting me between my car fucking yes. parking garage. I want, you know. So 
So uh, it's packed. So I'm like, that's okay. Business must be picking up a little bit. It's packed. So <laughs> then I park and I get to the elevator. The elevators for the parking garage packed. People with luggage, no masks, right? The things mm-hmm. on the floor that say two feet apart are like half peeled off, like yeah. in a hurry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm taking the steps. So I tell you, I, now I have a mask on, right? Because I'm coming from Massachusetts. So our mask mandate, I don't think, is up until June. June 2nd or something, I think, Gotcha. is when the masks come off. So I, so my habit is I still have mine on. So I go and I get in, and there used to be a thing that would scan you for your temperature. Now there's just this big sign, and it says, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> everyone is free to live their lives. <laughs> it, yeah, it said, uh, oh, what did it say? It said, um, masks only required for a non-vaccinated Yeah, well, I've seen this sign all over the place. Which is hilarious, right? Because no one's checking. Mm-hmm. How do you check that? I know you, don't. you get a little... You don't. You Actually, a... I'm going to side I'm gonna side <laughs> with the companies on this one. Fuck that. Like, you're not going to check it. Like, no. yeah, like, you can't. No, no. You can't intelligently you check it. You don't want to get into that level either of, like, corralling people, of having cards and... Died. It's it's You get into a weird dystopian future when you start you know doing weird shit so it was it's like okay so the so i'm looking around and no one has a mask right i still have mine on because i'm just like do i i'm i'm so in the habit that i'm like do i do i not i don't know am i so are they can they tell somehow i haven't been vaccinated i don't know i'm keeping mine off now so then and then you see the record you have been vaccinated though i have not oh okay because i i had covid so my That's time right. is just about up, gotcha. sort of, for when I can get one. My wife had her first shot last week, you know, gotcha. and she's scheduling mine soon, I guess, um, my first shot or whatever. But, yes, there's, like, this weird, like, made-up number of days you have to wait. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> you know, they know. They yeah. just know. So uh, I'm still in that window. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I go to the store, right? This little stone. I always get like a Red Bull, some five hundred energy drink to stop my night. And uh, the old lady's working. The old lady doesn't have a mask on, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Can I help you look for anything? There's something you need." But she's like annoyed. Like she's saying it very annoyed to me. Like I'm like I'm shoplifting kind of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And I'm like, and uh, so I grab. I go, nope. Just get grab my a drink and stuff. So I put up there. And she's like, using your your points for this. I'm like, no, I don't. I, I want to break a 20 or whatever and then i go uh so i said what what's the deal here come i i go do you do you have to is a mask no masks and she goes well that's up to you if you want to wear one or not <laughs> yeah this is a very common statement i hear you know almost like almost <laughs> and then she was like do you want your receipt pussy <laughs> did you want huh you want me to parallel your change you fucking and i was like oh geez relax lady i'm just buying a red bull uh, no, she didn't say that, but it was that tone. It's of that like, tone. Yes, I do. I do know I said, this tone. Yes. And I was like, did I do something wrong or is that because you're not supposed to talk about it? I guess I, they're not. I guess. I don't know. I get a lot of animosity when I ask. Okay. I had a Fred moment there. Yeah. I was like, lady, who do you, I said, who do you think I don't Fred Rojas me up in here? Cause I'm I, a five, <laughs> five energy drink. Just answer my question. I don't not want some weed conversation with people talking the way they don't really talk. Fredland. That's Fredland. Oh. I'm not a bro. Oh, I got a story for you this week, but yes. So, continue. so anyways, I, 
I, I, I got to my room and then for the rest of my time there, uh, I stayed the night. Um, I didn't wear my mask. I brought it with gotcha. me. I had it in my back pocket because I, I still didn't know, like, if I sit at a bar. Oh, you know I'm what totally I mean? with you. Yes, I do this everywhere but, I go. I'm vaccinated. No one, and it would, not that it matters, but I always yeah. have a mask in my back pocket just in just case. case. Hey, Nazi. No, look, I got my yeah, mask. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So, it was pretty mask free. I, I would say if you had to put a percentage on it, it was like. 85% not masks. There oh, was still yeah. people that had some masks on and stuff. This old country people, is desperate. Old people Here didn't give a fuck. Yes, exactly. They were yes. like, finally, I can die with my cash ticket in hand yep. without a mask on my face. Yep. Thank Christ. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That has definitely uh, been my experience. Like, they cannot yeah. wait. Cannot um, wait. Um, so anyways, it, I, I've seen I an did, old man at a, at like a, a store, look mm-hmm. at like a 20 year old. It was at Chipotle today. He looked at a 20 year old and he's like, the fuck are you doing? And all this girl was doing was wearing a mask. That, that had to have been what he was referring to. <laughs> now I will say this. Mm-hmm. I love it. I don't want to wear a mask. Right. It's fair. Yeah. Um, so I was like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, and well, I it didn't a, wear one. It, it should ideally be a personal choice. You know, I, I don't want to dwell too much into this, but like that has always been one of the parts of the anti-mask argument that I've kind of agreed with, which is, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. Sorry, young apparent leftist to be. Like the whole idea is that you make your own choice. Like the whole idea of America was you do your own thing. You do right. you. Like... The problem a lot of people have is that you are making them do something. You are implying that, mm. and again, I understand how stupid the average American is. Don't get me wrong. But like you are implying that these freedoms, the ability to fuck yourself over, has not been a long <laughs> honored tradition here in this country. Mm. And so, yes, I do like the fact that people get to make a decision. It doesn't matter what the decision is. Just make one like mm-hmm. it's no longer a mandate it's not like a, a government law right and again i don't mean I, it's a it's a stretch to drop words like fascism here but like we're playing with these concepts when we start mandating people do certain things by law yeah i mean that's that's always been like the way, there's but there is a there's a little teeter-totter we're getting close mm-hmm. to the edge and right now nobody cares because you know, and this was something that I heard on a podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but like right now, nobody cares because they're saying what they want them to hear. But someday it will be you. Someday right, always, you will be the one who is. It's not yes. if. It's not possible. It will happen someday. You will be the one who is the minority in what you think should happen, and your rights will get stomped on, and you're not going to like that. And we are seeing hints of that mm. with these mask mandates trees because. I've got friends who were like, oh, no, Grandpa, listen to the CDC. They know what they're talking about. Yes. They say to wear masks, da 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 And then it's like, well, the CDC says now you get to make a choice. Fuck the CDC. They don't know what they're talking about. That's not correct. No, yes, don't listen to them anymore. I denounce them. They are off the table. Right. They are not part of this conversation anymore. And so that's the problem is you keep flipping the script and you can't. Yeah. 
I, I get it. I get it. I don't right? think, but you keep also, doing it. <laughs> Fauci guy seems like he's he's starting to go down in flames. People <laughs> people are doing this like uh, stepping away yeah. from him, like slowly. Like oh, I, I was never with this guy. Yeah, the more yeah. that shit starts to come to light. But um, but yeah, my feeling, and I've said it, I've said it before, anyways. In this stage of the pandemic, or whatever you want to call it, at this stage where most people I know are getting vaccinated. I would say the majority of people I know have already been vaccinated um, or had like myself has had COVID already. Right. So at this point, uh, if, if, if you've had the shot and stuff, it's like, don't worry about me. You don't have to worry about my health. I'm, I'm good. If you know what I mean? Like, well, and as a person who's been vaccinated, I don't, like I'm not yeah, careless, but like right. I don't worry that much. That's what I mean. But it's like you don't have to worry about my health. I'm, I'm worried about and it, yeah, and myself. and that I agree and with you. If, yeah, like I don't worry safe, about somebody else. If you're safe, like you know you had the vaccine, you're safe. Don't worry about someone else without a mask. <laughs> I, I got it covered. <laughs> worry about yourself. And if if you haven't been vaccinated and you're that concerned, well, now we're in that stage of this pandemic where if you don't feel safe, then you need to uh, keep yourself safe by staying away from open events and stuff. Yeah, don't show up or put a mask yes. on. Don't worry. I won't tell your kids that you put a mask on. It's okay. So, I won't I won't tell them. You can, it was, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it was a unique, unique experience uh, because mm-hmm. it felt... Even though it's only been a year, right, uh, since we've had to sort of do this, it felt l- strange like I was doing something naughty. Yeah. Look at me without my mask. Like I felt. Oh, know? and I think that is definitely uh, a uh, a factor, right, at this I, point. Yeah. I was walking like uh, Saturday Night Fucking Fever. I had a strut. I was Big fucking. Energy, I, I look yeah. like, uh-huh. yeah, I was Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three. I was fucking spinning <laughs> and high fiving people. I was walking past, you know, no mask. Am I right? Fucking, you know, clicking heels like kid and play. And then, and then, but what I noticed, Fred, which was really funny, and it, and this wasn't like a concern or anything, but it, I just noticed it was at the end of the night when I got back to my room, mm-hmm. little bit of like a, a rough throat. Oh, and not like, not like, oh, first of all, we're all smart enough. We know how COVID works. It wasn't like I go back to the room and say, I got COVID. Like it's a zombie movie, <laughs> that blue veins creeping up my neck. Yeah. No, I understand COVID doesn't work. Like, no, it was that almost like when you smoke a cigar. Well, I was going to say, do they allow smoking in the casino? This um, was the, the pressing question you, I wanted to answer. You know what? I don't, I think you can smoke in certain areas, but okay. you know, just like a lot of things is non-smoking sections, but I think you can, but since COVID, I'm not, I, I wouldn't notice, right? Cause my brain isn't in a mode where I'm like, look at these people smoking. <laughs> I go to casinos, but yeah, that's my point is like, I've been, you know, protecting myself for so yeah. long and, and look, wearing masks isn't, isn't the worst thing in the world. Well, you know, it, it does keep you from certain things and and one of them is stuff like smoke and yeah. you know airborne shit so it and was irritants. funny yeah well yeah, and, irritants. So and i that guarantee you that they've got some sort of filter in yes in it's the like casinos an and stuff <laughs> because it, it would be it's such a cheap addition 
Right. And even if it's not scientifically proven, just the chance that it works is worth the money they spend. And so I I just feel like you were dealing with harsher air conditions. Oh, definitely. It's like when you're on a plane, you got that (laughs) heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and same with the casino. I mean, this isn't like the golden nugget in fucking the 60s where there's a, a cloud of smoke and right. sawdust on the floor and people gambling. It's like, no, without a doubt. That's what I meant, though. It wasn't like I, I also was like, oh, no, I made myself sick. I was just like, oh, my throat's going, what the fuck? This is casino <laughs> throat. I've, I haven't experienced oh, wow. this in a while. Yeah, what's coming off these carpets? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Then obviously in the morning it was it was gone. But it was like right. that. My my body's initial shock to like, oh yeah, elements were supposed to deal with these. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, so, anyways, man, that's that was my my week. Sorry. We didn't oh get, no. I, we barely said. I barely said hello. I just launched in this shit. That's but, that's what we should do. We just no need to lollygag around. We need to hop into this shit. And uh, and I've got I've I've got a similar story, so I think I'll knock that out first. Right. Which was yeah, uh, knock it out. So around here, um, same thing. It's been going on for about mm, three more weeks, where uh, you basically go in everywhere and everywhere around here, since our county dropped the mask mandate, is like just mask free. Um, but uh, a couple of things have happened. The first one was, um, <laughs> as referenced by them, not me. A bunch of Karens went into the Chamber of Commerce and said, uh, I've noticed that none of the employees are wearing masks. And they were like, well, not none of the employees. We just tell them they get to pick. And they were like, well, I'm an elderly person. If I get sick with COVID, I could die. And they were like, well, that's why you should wear a mask. And she goes, no, I'm, I'm the customer. I'm not going to wear a mask. But your staff needs to wear a mask because they shouldn't give it to me. And it's funny because it's like, well, but wait. The mask protects you. Uh, oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, okay. And so there there was a thing going around where like certain people had to, like employees, all of a sudden all the places where I used to see employees without masks are now wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is this new fun, clever thing. So at first there was just no signs. Now there's these fun, clever signs that says, if you are vaccinated, you are welcome to come mask free. But we warn you. If you are not, you should not. And then there is um, our grocery stores have a bunch of things that say, like, we have the vaccine. It's really funny because you hear people talk in certain areas where the vaccine's hard to come by. It is not around mm-hmm. here. It's fallen out of our, our um, pants pocket. Like, you could, you yeah, could trip over side, the vaccine today. Quick side note, underneath the sign that says, uh, you know, mass required for unvaccinated people, it also said... Uh, vaccinations available in like the sun lounge casino and i'm like and i go yeah that's where you want to get one (laughs) that's definitely as you're drinking all night and then i gotta drive home the next morning yeah by the way side note which i don't think is a struggle for you but like don't drink i didn't but like i have been told by people who i think did like do not drink surrounding your first or second dose of the the vaccine like give yourself at least 72 hours or or expect to drive the next day just in case there's that yeah but um but yeah so the one place that was interesting was the local grocery store so i go into the local Mm -hmm. grocery store same thing as everywhere else and I always put the mask in my pocket, but I don't mind like not wearing it. I've been vaccinated. So like I don't run that kind of fear. 
And so this is a new trend I've noticed, and you didn't mention it. I was waiting to see if you would. So I'm sitting there at the barbecue sauces, okay? And and trees, don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Picking a barbecue sauce is a uh, well, it's a it's a thing for me. It's uh, it's a it's a time consuming thing for me. I don't like sugar very much. Barbecue sauce is notorious for sugar. Not a big high fructose corn syrup. And over here in Kansas City, barbecues like king. So we have a lot of local places that create and jar up barbecue sauce. So it is like half of an aisle, right? It's a process to pick your barbecue sauce. And I like to try new stuff. And so Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the perfect spicy barbecue sauce with no high fructose corn syrup that's under five grams of sugar. It's a thing. And I don't want to spend too much. So I'm trying to do it in under like four bucks or something. So I'm doing this stuff. And there's this older gentleman behind me. He's probably 60 something. And he doesn't have a mask on, which is fine by me. But he didn't want to get close to me. And I'm like, that was weird. Like, I didn't notice him for a minute until I saw him kind of hopping around like a child who needs to piss. Like, okay, what's going on? And he eventually had to verbalize. Like, I'm looking at like three different sauces. <laughs> and he goes, uh, can you make a decision, son? And like, just move on. And I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to block your way. No, come on up. And he looked at me like I was the insane person. And he goes, um, n- no. And I said, wait, what? And I said, no, come on over here. Just like get your sauce. I don't want to block your way. And he goes, no, we're supposed to socially distance. Now, Trees, I don't know about you, but I have never, especially on a maskless person in public, had somebody talking to me, even at the beginning of the pandemic, about social distancing. It was like a joke to them. So I was almost beside myself. And I said, oh, well, if you don't have a mask on, that means you've been vaccinated, right? And then I paused for a second. He chose not to respond. I wasn't expecting him to. And I said, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to worry about social distancing. And if you haven't been vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask, which means you don't have to worry about social distancing. So why don't you come on up here if you've been vaccinated because you're not wearing a mask? I've been vaccinated. Both shots. So I don't care. Right. I said, or you can put a mask on and stop being a child. <laughs> and he didn't like that. He did not no. like that very much. So I decided to take, I, and this is where I'm the bad person, honestly. Mm-hmm. I decided to take just a little bit longer to make my decision. You know, I might have done one of those things where I went to go put the sauce back and then pulled it back for a sec, right? Uh-huh. Let's look at that label just one more time. Okay, then I'll put it back. So I didn't think anything of it, and I walked away, and I was like, asshole, right? You know, like, I was just like, what a weird guy. And um, I will say, just like you, uh, I'd say it was a little different. The split was more like 70-30. 70% didn't have masks. 30% did have masks in the grocery store. Okay. So then I'm over there looking at, um, you know, the illustrious uh, sacred area uh, just past the condiments, um, the pickle area, um, the refrigerated <coughs> pickles specifically. Trees, yeah. I grew up my whole life not liking pickles. Now yeah. I just love me a good crisp pre-refrigerated hard kosher pickle oh it's fantastic especially if they're like big spears and so i'm looking and there's this lady who has a brand new baby like young young like three months or less no mask with her husband no mask and her kids no masks which kids should wear masks my daughter wears a mask because she can't be vaccinated um 
I don't care what people do. That's just what we do because you can't be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But like, again, I'm sorry. Like, am I being judgy here? If you don't have masks, I just assume it's not a concern for you. That is my assumption, right? We're all cool here in the no mask world. Let's all just get back to the way things were, right? That is your goal, people who don't want to wear masks. We want to get back to the way things were. So if you're not wearing a mask, you don't care about coming up next to the guy who's picking out a fucking jar of pickles and grabbing what you need. But again, I get this weariness, this pussy footing, this bouncing around. Mm -hmm. And I am very like aware and I don't know if this is just me but like growing up in Chicago I'm always aware of like my surroundings I know people around me and what they're loosely doing I don't pay attention to them but like if somebody's like hopping around or behind me like I'm aware of it my wife god bless her has never dealt with that in the suburbs of Kansas City she does not notice it if you if she goes to the big city when we lived in Chicago motherfuckers could like roll up on her and like basically be ready to pounce on her she wouldn't even notice like most mm-hmm. of the time she's just not she's not concerned with or needing to be aware of the behavior of people around her it's just not on her radar so yeah i watched this whole family like bouncing around and the wife's talking to the husband like go say something to him and this and that and i'm just like so i look at them again and i'm like do you guys need to get in here for something you welcome to come well we need you to finish first and i said oh why? And she goes, well, you don't have a mask on. And I said, well, you don't have a mask on. (laughs) And she goes, well, yeah, but then we shouldn't get near each other. And I said, no, 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 Um, you don't have a mask on. And then I I stopped myself, right? I said, no, if you don't have a mask, you know what? Forget it. I I got my pickles. I'm good. And she goes, some people. And she rolls her eyes and looks at her husband. Fucking pickles. Yeah. And so like, then the third aisle i'm sitting there and i'm like picking something out don't worry i won't stretch this out uh and same thing i got this person bouncing around me like i'm the fucking plague and so i said you know what i can't take this and so i pulled my mask out i put it on i said there we go i am a ninja again please feel free to get near me so that you can pick something and i look at the woman who's like bouncing around behind me and she goes well, you just had your mask off, so even now that you have a mask on, I don't think it's safe to get near you. Oh, for fuck's sake, people. (laughs) So, Mm. I hate this trend, frankly, and it's been pretty rampant around here of people who don't want to wear masks but now don't want to get near other people, and that's Mm. fine. Like, if you want to, like, discredit and elongate your trip to the store, that's fine with me. Like, I don't care. Again, we go back to this, like everyone can do for themselves it's when you make me feel guilty for not playing your bullshit game that i really i it just oh oh makes my skin crawl and it's becoming very common around here and yes it is mostly senior citizens because why are they going to wear masks and they're still just trying to get over the fact that they're no longer in charge and they just really are having a hard time with it they really are and i just can't find it in my heart I don't want to be mean to them, but I can't find it in my heart to be empathetic to them mm, either. No. <laughs> like, oh my God. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it's nuts. It was it was only, pretty bad. Only yeah. only Fred. Oh. But anyway. So that was my grocery store thing. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention that we did was uh, we got furniture delivered today, Trees. I took the day off of work. Uh-huh. Get furniture delivered. And what furniture? um what? What furniture? So we replaced all the furniture in the living room. We have two oh, living rooms. It. We've got like the the TV game room, 
And then we got the living room, which is really where the guests hang out. And we had the usual couch, love seat, two end tables, and a coffee table set up. We have a TV up there, which is a 43-inch LCD I had when I was, like, right out of college. My daughter uses it for her Xbox. Mm-hmm. We replaced everything. We got her a 4K TV, the TCL. Uh, I wanted the 6 Series. My wife didn't want to spend that much money, so I got her the 5 Series. Holy shit. 50-inch. Hmm? Holy shit, Fred. What? I just got me in a Series X. Just now? Like, while we're talking? Yeah. Congrats. I'm glad well, my unhappy grocery store thing well, you netted know, you a next-gen console. <laughs> well, you know that... I didn't mean to cut your furniture story no, off. No, please, go. Well, you know that the, my routine, we talk about it every time during the show. Yes. I will bounce past all the websites, just joking around. And I went. I go to the Microsoft store, and it said... Uh, I said, check availability, and Walmart said, uh, they all said out of stock, but Walmart said, check prices. It never says that. They all say out of stock all the right. time. Walmart said something different. I forget what it said now. Um, so I went to it, and it said, uh, it had like a $900, it said get details. It had like a 900 and something dollar price tag on it i said oh it's one of these fucking right the second handers yeah but it said available with all access now i know all access is a fixed price yes it's not right so i clicked on that and it brought me to the citizen this is why you're telling your story and Mm -hmm. i'm listening but it said you know citizen bank page it said fill this out and see if you're approved and then said i'm approved and Mm -hmm. then it brought me to the checkout page and it said, put in your address, which I did. <laughs> yeah. And it said, thanks for shopping with us. Your order will arrive by Thursday, June 3rd. Holy and it shit. Said, it said, next steps, welcome communication will be sent in the next one to two hours from Sis's bank to set up my 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 payment, you know, my monthly uh-huh. payments. Here hmm. you go, man. Welcome. Now what am I going to do with it? I don't yeah, have a 4K so TV. You know exactly ex- what you're going to do with it. You're going to play... Now I, uh... ex- I got to expedite this uh, 4K TV business now. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that was the one thing that didn't show up out of our furniture. <laughs> oh, the It's four- on back order because it was available when I bought it, but the furniture wasn't. Right. I should point out we bought this like back in like February or something. <laughs> hmm. And it said it wouldn't be ready till now. Uh, it was it wasn't supposed to be ready till July sixth. Now the furniture's ready, but the TV's out. <laughs> so they said, "Just right. wait, it's coming." But um, we got a uh, sectional, which is a chaise with a love seat and then a couch on the end of it. And this is a long couch, trees, ninety five inches, like eight and a half feet. That's a big couch, right? And uh, so it arrived today. They wanted one hundred and fifty dollars for delivery. Normally, delivery is free. It wasn't the case right now. And being the stubborn Americans we are, we're like, we're not going to fucking pay for delivery. So we let them drop it off. And we're like, we're strong. We can get into the house. And my wife's, my wife's pretty strong. And, you know, I, I lift and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so this got delivered today. And uh, the chaise and the love seat were no problem. But uh, just to skip to the end, that couch. First of Couches. all, it could not go in the front door. It could Uh-oh. not go in the garage door. We got to go in Does through it? the sliding door. And you got to lift it, tilt it, and turn it uh, to come in at an angle. 
and we're going to have to do some crazy finagling up the stairs and then stand it up, turn it, twist it, and then move it. Right. And I said to Julie, I said, we're going to need like three guys total, like me, another guy, and then one person to just, or a gal, it doesn't matter, uh, but another person to just like take the weight as like a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, we, we tried for a while. We got it up a bunch of steps. We got down a bunch of steps, but yeah, it didn't work out. So in the living room right now, though, we do have the chaise and the love seat. My daughter's enjoying the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But uh, the couch portion is going to have to wait, and it currently takes up my garage spot. <laughs> I love new furniture. Like, I love that first week with new furniture. Oh, yeah. I think my wife's just mad that it's sitting in the garage and not in her living room. But Well, one, it, it, new furniture is great. After, but then, especially with kids, right? I I got a rambunctious boy that jumps into you know, a couch is a plaything, not right. a place to sit. So, like we have a brand new section and all this stuff, and it was great. You know, new hardwood floors. I and it's fun for about a month until you know the cushions get all fucked up because the kids right. sit on top of them and you can't fix them anymore and then now there's a creak when you sit down because the boy clearly snapped some sort of piece of wood in there <laughs> uh you know what i mean like i love new furniture for about a month and then it's not new <laughs> that's the problem with new furniture is it's not new for very long especially when you have kids and dogs and pets and cats yeah i mean our good news is the 10 year or the nine almost 10 year old she's not gonna do a whole lot i don't think mm-hmm. but um but yeah, the new puppy dog Corgi will, and I know the wiener dog who is heavier than he cares to admit is going to perch up on one of the back cushions and flatten it out. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got it. We got it in. We got the end table set up and all that stuff. So I just told my wife, I was like, we're going to try this weekend because Memorial Day weekend, but we don't have a lot of strong friends. I don't know if you know, but in the pandemic, <laughs> most people got fat and weak. And yeah. so, um, no offense to the fat and weak people out there, but uh, yep. it's been a challenge. And so, um, we got a buddy. <laughs> God bless him. He is strong. He's the one who helps me move my CRT TVs. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'd be happy to help you out. I'll be available Sunday. And my wife was like, great. And he goes, oh, just so you know, at 3 o'clock tomorrow, I'm getting my second COVID shot. Hmm. I told my wife, I was like, I could be wrong, but I don't think he's going to be in any condition to do this when it comes time. Those first 48 hours were rough for me. And that puts it right up to where he's at. So I doubt he'll be able to, but we'll see. But if he can, cool. Otherwise, my wife keeps getting frisky wanting to do it herself. But I'm like, it's a lot of work. Yep. So. Oh, boy. So we got our furniture. Nice. Hey, I got a Walmart order confirmation in my email. Mm, so there it's you go. A See, sort of yeah. official. That's I would call that as about as official as you can get. Order number, shipping information. Yeah, that's... order summary: Xbox Series X, twenty-four months of Game Pass Ultimate. Yep. Financed eight thirty-nine. Right. Yep. That's what it is, I believe. Um, monthly payment. tax, yeah. Thirty-seven bucks total paid at purchase. Zero. Right. This looks legit, Fred. Yeah, I think you're in. I think you now, can see, safely... I, now, like I always say, it's the long game. Didn't I tell you a long time ago? Uh, just be patient and I'll, and I'll get my... my oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It worked. 
I wasn't getting my all access. I told you I was going to go all access. I just had to wait and be patient. Yeah, I'd say and, you're uh, in like Flynn, man. Hey, let me go. Let me go back to Walmart. Maybe I'll get lucky with a PlayStation Five. Wouldn't that be the ultimate? Man, if you do, wouldn't that be great? Right here, I doubt it. That I've one, been I'd trying to, to get my yeah. buddy a PlayStation Five forever, and <laughs> that's where that's where like I love him to death, but like he starts saying stuff, and I get it. He's just mad. But he starts saying shit like, I thought you were the video game guy. The fuck does that have to do with me getting a PS5? I know. You have a PS5. Yeah, and I told um, you, like, somebody was I, nice enough to send it to me. <laughs> like, I paid for it, but, like, they were nice enough to send it to me. Yeah, you're like, I, I play games. I don't I don't build them. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> I don't have connections, bro. Well, Walmart does have a PlayStation 5 if you want to pay $1,000 for yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Because they do something at Walmart where it's almost like Amazon. They, they're they starting to go through other sellers They let third-party sellers do it, yeah. Yeah, so you, you get outrageous shit. I will say that that beautiful Series 6, 65-inch is 750 at Best Buy yeah. right now. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. The, the problem with those things is I have to buy those outright. See, the, the you game get a Best Ultimate Buy card, thing. though, and it gives you 12 months uh, financing. 60 a month. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. 60 a month. I don't want to, like, sell you on it, but like, I know. that's what I always do. I know. That might that And then might you act- just pay it off as you have time and money. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways. So, yeah. So, um, if you're ready, I want to transition into games, but before we get into what we've been playing... We have oh, yeah. an email, and I want to talk about some stuff that uh, happened today in the gaming world. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry, I feel I like I'm smelling been, gasoline. <laughs> I have not been privy to this information beforehand. I'm yes, not I, I didn't so, tell you, yes. No, um, so I'm, I, you know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. Uh, but, uh, all right. Trees, we're going to talk about... We got listener mail from Andrew. We're going to talk about okay. Crash Bandicoot for a minute. Your favorite oh, no. topic. Since I know you're... See, like people don't know this, but Trees is a diehard Crash Bandicoot fan. I love that Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I was very upset that he, they made it too hard for me to no, enjoy No, but, but hold on. <laughs> wait wait till we see what... I think that's what Andrew's addressing. I, I skimmed yeah. this, so here we go. Okay. He goes, hello again. I waited a bit too long to send this, and it concerns a famous jumping and spinning mascot. Basically, regarding Crash 4, you did your research and I did mine. From what I can gather, ever since the beginning, casual Crash players would just try their best to finish the game, and after that, give up on 100%ing. Now, the hardcore gamers would do something else. After beating a level, they would try to do the optional challenges and eventually 100% it. Basically, casual players would never 100% crash games, and in the end, Crash 4's consistent high difficulty only alienated very few of the old-school fans, while most of them grinned and bared it. Casual players did what they always do, finish the game without ever attempting at 100%, uh, attempting to 100%. In other words, not much has really changed since day one, and to this day, there have been a divide between casual players and Crash fans, and generally only one of these groups struggle with the levels to get good and 100%. That is all. Hope I will not be misunderstood. I think what he's saying is that I am of these alienated old Crash fans... Who, uh, because I said that it was so hard. No, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I would, 
I I mean, I beat it. I could have given up on that game anytime I wanted to. I'm just saying I didn't have a good time with it. And I think... I, I'm curious of your thoughts. I think this addresses a divide that I think exists mm-hmm. right now, which is gamers come to games for all kinds of reasons. They always have. But now people like want to I- isolate and identify these reasons, right? And like nowadays, like people think they're... And this is not a dig on Andrew. I'm not saying he's the one who does it, but like people like define themselves by the fact that they're like, is it hard? I love it. I beat it. I 100%ed it. I am good at games. There's nothing too hard for me, you pussies. And those people were always there, right? Like remember back in the day, like the guy who could beat Ninja Gaiden 2 with a blindfold on like that, that all, those people always existed. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think the person who's, like, awesome, 100%, like, completes the game, right? The guy who beat Battletoads in your kindergarten class or something. Like, they always... Uh, not kindergarten, sorry. In your, like, fifth grade class for me. Like, they existed, right? Like, the these people were always around. Mm. I don't know. Well, I think everything you said is, is 100% accurate. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what are you he saying about... a very accurate observation. <laughs> Um, but his, his, my two cents as a cat, I'm a casual crash. I'm one of those people that would play throw them. Right. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't really care about all the super extras. You know, I'd get, I, I would get what I can get. Right. Like even sure. in crash four, I, I, the first two, three levels, I did my best to get some extra stuff. Um, but the first crashes as a casual crash guy, I could beat them. They were still beatable as a casual <laughs> Crash fan without 100% of them. Crash 4, honestly, I, I hit a wall. Like, I don't think I could have beat that game without, like, a lot of hard work. Yeah, and I mean, you get not, there eventually, but yeah. and, and But and, that's not that's not yeah. the definition of a casual Crash fan. That's, so I think that's they, a very good point. Yeah, so I what, I'm, what I mean is I think that even 4 even, like, sort of out-challenged the casual crash guy <laughs> the, the even finish it like <laughs> right. he's saying the casual guy back in the day those games were made to be beaten but if you want 100 percent them those were for the hardcore right that's I'm what saying, the real challenge is and yeah. i'm saying four they made it even difficult for a casual person just to beat the game <laughs> let yeah. alone get all the other shit so you know if i could have i i just did if i could have ran through those levels and i don't mean easily but at least get to the end of them and you got like 15% of the shit. I can live with that. I can be like, you know what? I got to be better because this game's meant to be like really get through these levels. But like <laughs> I, it would take me an hour to get through like two levels and you get zero, right? Because you, you, <laughs> you didn't get anything because you, so, I mean, they made it, they made it like, very, like almost two you know, they did. I think they did alienate a lot of people with that last crash game, boy. Because now, if you make a five, you're right. not even you're not getting any any casual people back at all. Like you know, casual fans came back to four because, like me, they were like, "Oh my god, I love that they brought Crash back. He looks great. It looks phenomenal." I'm not going back to a Crash Five. If Crash Five comes out, I'm not hyped for that. I'm just like, oof. Good luck with that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so. again, this is from Reddit, so this doesn't mean much. 
mm-hmm. according to this, um, where they do have uh, actual sales figures, it looks like Crash 4 sold about 830,000 units, which doesn't good? seem too bad. I would guess Activision wouldn't be pleased with that, but I think that's a decent showing. For him? I think so. Yeah. He's, but He's not a top tier. That's not a top tier. Well, but I guess the Crash uh, trilogy, the Insane trilogy, was like four or five million. Right. Yeah. But that uh, we go back Let's to what put, you were just saying. Like that's they. Oh my God! Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy has moved over ten million units. Holy yeah, but shit. I think. Yeah. But I, but I, again, I, that that's the old trilogy. People know I what think, they're getting. I think word of mouth on four spread pretty quick of what that game was. Yeah, yeah I, I will agree with you there. So, so, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. All that said, yeah, I go back and forth with it. I I know what I like and what I don't like, and uh, mm-hmm. I know people want me to give. I, I always hear this, right? People want like objective reasons. <laughs> I, I can't. There's no objective reason. There's no objective take on Crash. <laughs> There's only subjective. I'm playing the game, and if I'm enjoying myself most of the time, I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. If I'm gritting my teeth, I will talk about a game I did not enjoy. I don't really care if it's good or not, but I bet most people don't think it's good uh, this week. I also played a game I loved the shit out of, and I knew I would love the shit out of it because I'm replaying it, but who cares? Um mm-hmm. But yes, so thank you for writing in, Andrew. Um, we also had some interesting discussions in the Discord about the Devil May Cry series. You ever play any of those early Devil May Cry games? One, two, or three? Yeah, I started playing one up in New Hampshire, and I was like, we had enough of this. That this game's is- fucking brutal. You get to that spider boss, and ugh. Uh, But I got through most of that game, too. And so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can get good. I'm not the greatest player of all time, but I can get good enough. But if I'm not enjoying my path, see, I enjoyed a majority of my path with Devil May Cry. When I hit a wall, I was like, okay, I think I'm done. Um, I think my right. biggest mistake was, and maybe this is part of what Andrew is trying to say. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but maybe that was the problem is when I was like grinning and bearing it and like hate fucking the end of that game, maybe that was, and this is something you've kind of talked to me about and it was good advice. Maybe that was when I should have just walked away, right? Did I gain anything by grinning my you know, gritting my teeth right. and grinding through those two hours just to like mm-hmm. cynically be pissed at that game. <laughs> when if I just walked away when I felt like I had had my fill, would I have right. just been more satisfied with the experience? And I think that is something worth considering. Um, hmm. I'm starting to consider it more and more, especially after my recent Watch Dogs 2 thing. Fun fact, Trees. Haven't thought about mm-hmm. Watch Dogs 2 once <laughs> since quitting it. Nice. In fact, I took the next step. Gamefly had a sale where I could buy a used copy of, uh, which is basically a new copy if you've never bought from Gamefly. Those things are basically new. Um, A used copy of Watch Dogs Legion for 15 bucks free shipping. And I didn't buy it because I was Mm. like, I didn't really care for the second one. Why just spend my money and waste my time? I don't waste with air quotes. When I've got all these other games I should be playing. So, I just didn't. Didn't spend money. Yeah, so. good. <laughs> um, 
So thank you, Andrew. Uh, for everybody else, contact at history11.com Andrew knows how to contact us, and I hope he writes in again on uh, whatever uh, catches his mind. Um, so today, Trees, we had uh, three, three uh, pre-E3 um, game conferences. Uh, I wouldn't even call them that. I would say they were uh, quick live streams, 15-minute live streams. Oh, Okay. And so my my point in all of these, because I don't want to dwell too much in them unless you want to walk these paths. I'll tell you what they were, and then you can tell me if you want to walk those paths. Um, I'm starting to get that fear that, like, the video game hype and the all-in-one and the E3 experience, even though we're all at home, like, Mm -hmm. is starting to go away. If not, it's gone. I'm not hyped for this shit anymore. Like, I went into it, like, eager, and as I was watching, I was like, okay, all right, okay, just give me the game. (laughs) I'll I'll wait till the game comes out, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I want to be. Also on the side, which is not these game companies' faults, but, like, I can't find the actual feed. So, for the record, Trees, the feeds were the Sonic 30th Anniversary feed today. Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog has his own YouTube channel, and he streamed this on behalf of Sega. Um, there was a Dying Light stream, because that game's been dark for about two years after yep. uh, various struggles with Techland uh, and the development, and then, of course, Chris Avalon being a, um, you know, a uh, sexual predator piece of shit. Uh, so, you know, we had to deal with that. Um, and then uh, there is also a Horizon uh, Forbidden West uh, state of play from Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to watch those, but I couldn't find the official streams, right? You can't because now everyone and their fucking brother has a commentary where they hijack the stream and then talk over it, which I'm not a big fan of. Like, I, I know that was giant bombs thing and I, I'd almost be like, I'm cool with that, but now everybody does it. And mm-hmm. I was getting pissed off because you've got the Sonic the Hedgehog official stream you can't find anywhere. Meanwhile, Cousin Ed's fucking 113 viewer live stream where he's got the the pixelated shitty version of the video and he's talking over it. Oh yeah, that that's like one of the top YouTube searches. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, just give me the, the right one. And it's hard to find specific URLs on your TV when you're trying to watch these on your TV. Like through your smart app, right? And maybe Mm -hmm. that was my mistake, is going through the smart app. But if I go through the web browser, it won't do true 4K. You can only do that through the apps that are for specific TVs or Blu-ray players. So it's this new bullshit that Google's done, where like Google knows you're a web browser, so it's like, well, I'm going to throttle it. But anyway. And yes, I'm aware there are settings and whatnot. But anyway... (laughs) Trees, do you have any interest in talking about Forbidden West, um, Dying Light 2, or uh, Sonic's 30th anniversary? Sonic came out in 1991. He's 30 this year. Year I graduated high school. There you go. I remember being in the back of the bus. Yes, I took the bus when I was a senior. I was not one of those people that had a car held together with duct tape. Um, <laughs> I was. No, my car was, was held two, together by duct tape. There was two groups of people in my high school that had cars. There was the kids like that from shop that had like cars with like mufflers hanging down <laughs> yeah. in Bondo and they were trying to build it, make it themselves. And then there was the rich girls and rich kids that had like Camaros and uh-huh. Broncos yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Um, that their parents bought them. 
Yep. Literally heard a girl complaining in class once, not a lie, uh, that her Bronco was uh, blue that her parents got it, and she asked for a red one. But it's okay. She'll... I still remember my buddy, uh, not Um, my buddy. I remember some kid in our class who got a Porsche. He got a fucking Porsche, Trees. Mm. And he was bitching about something. And it was really funny, too, because I remember this was early into my, like, I'm not going to tolerate this kind of shit. Because somebody was like, did you hear so-and-so was bitching about his Porsche? And I said, no, and I don't want to hear about it. And they're like, Mm. well, no, do you know what he said? And I said, it doesn't matter. He's bitching about a Porsche as an 18-year-old. We've yeah. already heard more than we need to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And I was a and I was a senior uh sitting in the back of the bus. Um already better. But I remember reading an article in a video game magazine. I don't know if it was EGM back then. I can't remember. EGM was, was around. The, there was Die Hard no, Game was, Fan, there was Game Pro. It it, it would have been Game Pro or EGM, because those okay. are what I read. Sure. Uh and I remember reading an article on the bus about Sonic coming out in in the battle of like the mascots, like Mario oh, yeah. and Sonic. And uh, they were running down like all the stats of Sonic. And Sonic. Oh, yeah. And like Tom Kalinske with Sega, like not to get too like, well, actually historian, but like Tom Kalinske fueled that um, famously. <laughs> I use that with scare quotes as well. You know, uh, they we're seeing internal, you know, uh, development with Yuji Naka mm-hmm. on, um, and, and the various other creators. Cause actually Naka was only the programmer. He was not the creator of Sonic. Um, mm-hmm. and they were dealing with that, like that summer of 91 and, uh, they had gotten their hands on, actually, I think it was winter of 90 cause they got their hands on the Japanese launch of the super Famicom cause it came out a year earlier than we got it. And, uh, they played Mario world. And all the Sega people were like, well, this game's shit. Like, compared to Sonic, this game's shit. Mm. Like, we need to fuel this war because if we mm-hmm. point this out, people will pick Sonic every time, which I think is just kind of laughable, right? Like, that that you would just, like, just so blindly, like, I, I respect his balls <laughs> to just yeah. so blindly be like, what's a Mario? Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean... But- I did see a 30th anniversary trailer mm-hmm. yesterday or the day before that just it had like little kids like like drawing oh, Sonic nice. and like it showed like a kid playing something by himself. I can't remember if he's playing Sonic and then it showed a little girl like drawing and crumpling up paper because she couldn't like she's trying to draw Sonic. And then as it was like, you know, through the airs and you know, there's no and then it showed a father sit down and playing. He has Sonic shirt on, like my uh, okay. age, and yeah. he was like showing it. the little kid that was playing by himself. They playing. They showed the little girl finally drawn Sonic, like you know, good. Mm. And then it like <laughs> fast forward. It showed all the Sonic properties. You know, it was like through the years, and they're showing the cartoons and the the movie because that turned out to be better than they ever thought it was going to oh, be. Oh yeah. So, the, so so they included some clips of that, and and then it showed these kids as like adult. It showed the the girl who's like a woman now, and she's like had these awesome like you know, like airbrushed Sonic artwork nice. in her studio that she made. It was a good, I liked it. I mean, I'm not doing it justice, but it was a well done, like his 30 years of fucking Sonic, whether you like him or not, he fucking has staying power. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he's a brand. I'd say he's a more recognizable brand than Sega at this point. Then, yeah, he is Sega. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I mean, Sonic should have is a his Se- own thing. Yeah. He should have a Sega tattoo across his fucking shoulder blades. Because that's the only way <laughs> you're going to know Sega tattoo. No, it's Sega is anymore. Because of Sonic, you know. But, uh, yeah. But no, it's absolutely true. So, I thought that was cool. I like Sonic. I have no issues. I've never had issues with Sonic. I don't think all the games are great. Is up, but as a character, uh, there's versions of them I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tom and Jerry in the seventies. Like there's versions, sure, sure, of shit that went through weird phases. You know, like, I don't like the way that looks. Um, but I love, I love modern Sonic. I, I like the movie. I thought was great, and I mm-hmm. like that look of him. Um, and I seen a trailer the other day for Sonic Colors. Like they're bringing Sonic Colors back. So that was is, on this, yeah. Sonic Colors which, Deluxe, which is one of my favorite Sonic games. I thought that was an excellent game. Um, yeah, and Wii. see, I, I, um, yeah, I have it on the Wii. I, I played a demo only- at like E3 or PAX or something. I was talking about this today uh, in in the Discord chat, um, but uh, I, I never actually played through it, and I have it. Like I have the disc on the shelf, and I, I feel oh. kind of bad about it. But trees, you might be happy to learn that's going to be a discount price. It's forty bucks. Um, I am, and it's on Xbox One, PS4, or Switch, which I think most people will buy it on the Switch. I am friggin' pissed off, Fred, because. I pre-ordered that game on the Wii, so mm-hmm. I got that fucking awesome Sonic yeah hat, headdress hat <laughs> hat cushion. It was it wasn't just a hat; it was like cushioned. You know, it was like so. It was like a plush fucking thing with a strap, a head strap, and oh, it was nice. pretty awesome. I think I had some easy mode pictures of myself wearing it. Um, and it's been in a a Rubbermaid bin for years. And I remember being in this house and we were looking through bins and it was in there. And I think I threw it out, Fred. <gasps> I think my wife guilted me into like, like, you know, you got to clean up some. And now that my son's here mm-hmm. born, you know, this was before my son and he loves Sonic. And I just go, right, oh, my like, God, oh, if I, I could have if I gave him that, I would be the greatest father. And before you go seen. look up the pre-order bonus, it's just a fucking keychain. Yeah, they're idiots. They need to resurrect the hat. But you know what? That hat did not. What I'm trying to say is, it was did not feel like a cheap product. No, I actually, I remember you again. guys speaking highly of the build quality. I think I Rob got not, one too. I do not think they would uh, redo that in this no. day and age. No, uh, I don't. I don't think they could. I don't COVID believe I have it, it. But yeah, unless it's in a box somewhere that I can't remember, that hat's gone upsets me so much my son would oh my god he'd lose his marbles if he could wear that on that because he likes running around the house saying he's sonic can you imagine if i gave him a hat <laughs> i think it would be great um yeah well that's good but i like that so i mean i, I watched some of the sonic stuff and uh sonic so- i know the sonic two movie with tails will be a big so that's coming um there's a there's a netflix series that's coming but it's not till 2022 um and it's from the ben 10 creators and some people from big hero 6 so that's promising to me it's like anime then i take it i I would i would guess like nickelodeon style anime basically yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um anime and then last but not least but they didn't actually show any gameplay Mm-hmm. There is a PS5 Series X PC Sonic game coming. Okay. Next Old year. Old school or new. 2022. I would, I, we just saw him running around. I like old school running around or 3D That's running That's the around? problem. It wasn't gameplay. So you just saw actually grass oh, oh, parting. Oh. So you saw basically a 
uh, so it, I wouldn't say this is gameplay at all. This is a teaser. You saw like sky level, like you're looking down on a grass field mm-hmm. and you can see the parts where Sonic's running through and causing a parting of the grass. I do think yeah. you see a front view of Sonic running. I'm trying to remember if this was part of the trailer or not, but I'm pretty sure we saw like a CG version of Sonic running, which wouldn't have been gameplay or anything like that. This is just to tease it. And I think he started to turn blue. So I think it borrows a little bit from the universe of the movie. Sonic Adventure 3. Listen. They didn't even give it a name. It's not too late to recover that franchise. 3D Sonic... You know, you got me wanting to play Sonic Adventure. I've never played either of those games. I should really don't, just don't, don't, don't tell me not to. Okay, really, no, I, I wouldn't. I, I mean, if you want to, if you want a history, like you are the the game in history one on one. The roots, so but yeah, you like, should, you should, I guess, experience. I'm, I don't remember two on the Dreamcast, right? They're both on the Dream. I don't remember two, but it's too expensive to get now. That I, Lots of people played two on the uh, GameCube, and then I know tons of people, myself included, have copies on like Steam and and like and I yeah, and I had bought Sonic Adventure on the Xbox uh, 360. It was a, they released it in the arcade at one point, mm-hmm. and I had bought it for like 15 bucks. And I I don't remember it. Right, I originally played it on the Dreamcast, and then when I had it on the 360, I remember booting it up and going, and I remember being like, "Ooh, this is rough." Like, you know, so I, I'm just saying though, you know, besides a 2D Sonic, I would like them to try to get a 3D one to work because I don't think they've ever ever truly. People said colors was the closest they got. Yeah. But that's still, that's still behaved like, like a regular 2D Sonic though. And I heard good things about Generations. I haven't played it, but it was part of Games with Gold. So I want to try it sometime. And I've heard that one's 2D as well. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, the, the the hook with colors was you could change them different colors, and the different colors did something like hmm. you know, I mean, one color you could drill through the ground, like if so you it's were like a, a boy in his blob. Yes, so they they would do different things that would allow him to go through the two D level, but hmm. it wasn't you didn't run around in three D though. There've been those three D ones where you, as you bounce, you hit a button, and he's sort of like homing missiles to the next enemy. That yes. have been sort of 3D. I could have sworn that was in colors. It might have been in colors. I don't remember. It's been so long. But that, I don't know. I, I would like to see him have a hit game. Again. I played the 2006 one. one and I, I hated it. But like so did everybody else. Um, yeah. And then, believe it or not, I recently, by recent I mean the last couple of years, I think it was for five bucks, I bought the Unleashed game, the Werehog one. The Werehog, yeah. And I haven't played it. But... Uh, I've heard that like the Sonic running levels of that are fantastic, but then you get in the Werehog yeah. levels and they just kill it. <laughs> but my son watched the um, playthrough of that on YouTube. He found yeah. that because he's watching Sonic stuff, but it was just all the cutscenes. And mm. uh, Werehog really confused him. He was just like, "What is this nonsense?" Hey, Werehog, do full, confuse you? Even at even even at four, he's like, "This is garbage." <laughs> What the oh the Werehogs coming to um I think one of the mobile games. I think the oh, Sonic okay. Runner game. Oh thank Christ. <laughs> that was there was a lot of like 
Two Point Hospital is getting Sonic characters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my son, my son was trying to watch some Sonic stuff, mm-hmm. but it got too fucking Naruto form. Yeah. You know, there was like a Gold Sonic, <laughs> Super Saiyan Sonic, fucking oh. Black Sonic, fucking Knuckles. Like, I've... like he started to get like crazy. He was just like Metal Sonic. He's just like, I don't know what's going on here. Too many Sonics. <laughs> they, they are doing a, a couple of merch things that I think you'll get behind trees. First one is they said for the hip hop and urban crowd. Oh boy. They made hey, ice, they ice necklaces. Uh, bling. There's bling they sonic necklaces that are coming out. They got their, they got their finger on the pulse. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't everybody they. was like, the oh, we need the crowd. gangsta we need the gangsta sonic lo- uh, necklace, you know, the fifteen hundred dollar diamond plated necklace. So I want to see what those uh, are. The one thing they did say that was tempting uh, for Sonic fans, I'm not a huge Sonic fan, but I can see why you would be. Uh, Dark Horse is doing the uh, Sonic um, in Psych Lospedia, I think is what they called it. And uh, the oh, reason I bring that up is the Zelda Hyrule Historia was also handled by Dark Horse, which I picked up. And it right. uh, gave the history of Zelda. This one is a similar price. I think it's 30 35 bucks. It's hardcover. And it's by Dark Horse again. And it's this beautiful, like, encyclopedia of the Sonic universe. So I think for a Sonic fan, that's that's a pretty cool little Amazon purchase, right? Like, mm-hmm. that one that one I get. Um, but, uh, but again, I, I just... I just I played Sonic growing up, but I was never, mm-hmm. like, a hardcore fan. Right. I just never really got into those. I, I played Sonic 3 for the first time only, like, the within the last year. And I think we talked about it on this show. Like... Like I'm just new to it, but right. But anyway, um, so that was Sonic, uh, and then uh, yeah. Any interest in Dying Light Two or uh, Forbidden West in a discussionary um, topic no. or just like know, whatever? <laughs> um, not whatever. I mean, we don't need to discuss them. But I, I loved both those games. I loved Horizon, and I loved mm-hmm. um, I loved Dying Light. Like Dying Light was like. I bought the DLC for that. We had the Doom buggy. Like yeah, that following. was like that. That game was awesome. And the new one when they were showing it, too, uh, with the choices and stuff, also looked awesome. So yeah, I'm just I, I'll play both of those. So they showed that off uh, without talking about that. Uh, it lo- it looks like the game's release date is I think December sixth. Trees for that one. Okay. So let me double check this. It looks like December 7th. December 7th will be the release date for Dying Light 2. But they also announced, and this is why I'm bringing it up to you, is I don't know if you have it, but Dying Light got a Platinum Edition today. It just hit the PSN and the Xbox Live and Steam stores. It's Dying Light with all its DLC, everything that's ever released for it, even the more recent ones. Um, Normally $100, bucks, 25 for the next week. Hmm. So, and that's one of those ones where it's got the FPS boost. So if you're playing it on your new Series X, it doesn't go up any higher in resolution. So it's the 900p or 1080p that it normally does, but you get it at 60 frames a second. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, uh, and I just recently bought the Anniversary Edition, which is basically all of the DLC. It, it lacks a handful of skins, but for the most part... It's all of the DLC, 
And uh, that was on sale for like 20 bucks on disc in several places. So I recently picked that up because I've only had it on PC my whole life. I've never had it on like Xbox or anything. So I was like, eh, I really liked that game. That game was right like Dead Island because that was Techland, the the developer, Mm -hmm. same developer. But they fused it very nicely with the Mirror's Edge controls. And so I was like, okay, all right, let's... uh, Let's check it out. So, so mm. I recently picked that up. Um, obviously, I should have waited a week, but I didn't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, and then Horizon Zero Dawn is slated for this year. Uh, people were worried they would announce either a uh, delay or a more recent release date. They did neither. They just showed off the game and uh, said it's uh, still coming. It's still slated for this year. We'll see what happens. Cool. So. All right, well, and without further ado, mm-hmm. what you been playing? Um, oh shit! Oh, I wanted sorry. to mention yeah. I watched two movies because I never oh, watched yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched one. We had a family night. Uh, we chose Dora the Explorer in the mm. Lost City of Gold because yeah. uh, my daughter is at that age where that was big when she was younger. Right. Uh, my son. He doesn't know who that is, but I said, "Isn't there a talking monkey or a monkey with boots on or something in there?" And some thieving fox. And swiper? Like, yeah. Oh no, swiper, swiper is the fox. Yeah, swiper swipes shit. Swiping so no swiping. And so she's like, "Yeah," and I go, "So he probably like that, right?" I was like, "Let's watch this shit." And uh, so she's, "Yeah, I watched it." So we we watched that, and uh, I thought <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Me and my la- wife laughed our asses off during that that movie. I thought that was a fantastic kids adventure movie. The likes they don't really make that many of anymore. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that goofy. It doesn't have to make total sense, like how they get from here to there, like the Goonies type shit. Like it's like they don't. It's not. It wasn't made. You know, it's made for a kid's attention span, but also. They know it's what they're making, so they had to like make fun of it, <laughs> right? Like they literally made her like a crazy person because uh, she like grows up in the jungle like Dora the Explorer, right? Real Disney like too, like so she's like running around this Amazon jungle or whatever, and like nothing's eating her, but she like steps on an alligator's head. She's like, "Hello, alligator!" You know, and the alligator doesn't bite her face off. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, "Hey, have a good day," you know, I and um. But then they do that shit where uh, her parents are explorers and they're going on this like treacherous. So they send her to live with her cousin Diego, who lives in like LA. Mm-hmm. And so she has to go to like high school. So they pulled one of those 21 Jump Street update moves, whereas she's like <laughs> yes. the fish out of water in regular high school. And uh, they just did some funny shit with the, with the property. You know, like, like she would talk to the camera. Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. she'd give a fun fact about something, right? Like looking at you. And like I would die last, and then they'd cut to like, like her cousin like looking over her shoulder, like who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. And they just made it like a crazy person. <laughs> and then of course, uh, she makes not friends is like three other high school, her cousin and two other ones. And then all of a sudden she gets abducted and brought back to the jungle to find her parents because her parents are looking for this gold, the gold right. city or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's in her element. And they're the fish out of water. She's leading them around. And it was 
it was pretty fun, man. It, it was a fun movie. It made me laugh like a lot. Like there was some funny shit in there. And uh, one of them was uh, they go to a field of flowers, these big flowers, you know, like Willy Wonka flowers and shit. And uh, they release this pollen. And basically, <laughs> they fucking trip. <laughs> and, the, and everybody turns to the door of the Explorer cartoon. <laughs> That's fantastic. And it was like, I never laughed. And then the guy, they're with one adult, right? Who, okay. they, make an idiot, who they make an idiot, right? Because adults sure. are idiots. Maybe it's a kid's movie and they're smart. He's an idiot. And he's like <laughs> an explorer. He's with them. And when they turn to like a cartoon, he like loses it because he's like fucking tripping. And he like takes all his clothes off the cartoon and like runs into the jungle bare ass. <laughs> and I'm like, so then when... <laughs> <laughs> you know, with our backpacks talking, yeah. monkey stuff. You know, just like the cartoon, I was, I was fucking dying, right? <laughs> so then, um, so then they come to, and the guy wakes up like in mud, like naked. And I go, so that was a grown man who really got naked in front of some teenage girls, and fucking <laughs> ran off high as a kite. Okay, uh-huh. that's where we're going with this fucking You're welcome. movie. And then yeah. the best part of the movie was, uh, you know, they have boots, I guess. I never watched Dora. I didn't have kids back when Dora was a thing. So, <laughs> um, But I guess Boots is the monkey she runs around with. And boots, so the monkey was yeah. in there, but they kept Boots, like, sort of looking like a real monkey, but he did cartoon shit like fist bumps and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, he was more intelligent than a, a jungle monkey would be. <laughs> yeah. um, but he looked sort of like a monkey like okay he sort of looks like a monkey but they had swiper in there he was with like the bad mm-hmm. treasure hunters and they went fuck it they're like we can't work this in <laughs> as a fox so he is just a fox that walks like a person who has silk gloves on yeah fucking bandit mask yeah danny danny trejo does his voice perfect and danny trejo just does danny trejo he's like come on man oh man you know <laughs> Oh, are you kidding me, man? And I'm like, all right, this movie, Oscar worthy. Um, so big family thumbs up to the Dora Explorer movie. Uh, pretty clever. Uh, you went, did your, did your daughter, was your daughter too young? She's too young for that, right? That was like past. I mean, I mean, I know Dora keeps going, but the height of Dora was at. She's too young for the height of Dora and she didn't want to see the movie. Um, okay. I remember asking her, but she was never really interested I, in it, so we did not see it. I'm going to suggest something, Fred. Okay. I haven't, I've never stayed you wrong, correct? Correct. I've been pretty accurate. So I think you and your wife have some drinks, <laughs> and you two watch the Dora Explorer movie. Okay. I guarantee you, it's it. you will laugh your fucking balls off. Right, I'm in. That's yeah. not a and hard the, sell. When when that game when that shit starts, mm-hmm. they go full Dora. Like she's running through the woods and her backpack's talking and shit. And I go, clearly this is like her imagination scene. <laughs> you know? And uh we coined the phrase because uh we paused it because my wife was doing what wives do and she's like texting on her phone and doing shit <laughs> oh, yeah. when she's supposed to be sitting for movie night, and you're like, What are you doing? <laughs> Just sit Just and watch it's like it. <laughs> Yes, but she's doing everything else, and we had to stop it, and we coined the phrase full Dora, because I'm like, they went full Dora in the beginning of this. <laughs> my, my daughter started saying it, because I'm like, they didn't give a fuck at the beginning of this. Oh, yeah. They went off. 
the other movie is I sat up late the other night and watched uh, Army of the Dead. Oh, which yes, everybody's been talking about that game. I or that thoroughly, movie. In, thoroughly enjoyed it, Fred. Did you watch it? I have not yet. Are Zach you planning Snyder. to? Oh, yeah. It's good. I mean, I keep seeing uh, online reviews saying it's garbage or this or that. Oh, weird. That, really? People well, that, online didn't like it, huh? Free yeah, things aren't, aren't liked by people online. Well, weird. It's, it's weird because I don't follow Zack Snyder. I tend not to like a lot of his stuff, not because of him. I just I, – I'm one of those people when I play a video game and mm. it says turn the brightness up so you can barely see the symbol, I crank it <laughs> so the, the thing's really visible. I don't mm-hmm. like dark shit. And Zack Snyder just his his movies are dark. He does. You know what I mean? <laughs> he has four things he uses: black, white, red, and brown. That's it. If you want to, it's all his movies consist of that. So I tend not to really give two. I, I don't care that much about Zack Snyder, but um, I know there's like the cult of Zack, and then there's people that hate Zack Snyder, and then and those people start fighting. Have online you seen then, his cut of Justice League? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of that shit. Um, but Army of the Dead, pretty fun take on a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Pretty had some awesome gore in it. Um, had some real, you know, you watch it. We'll have a little thing we talk about because uh, there was a lot of weird little things you see in that movie that go by so quick. But you're like, I saw that. What the fuck was that? And then so I went down an Easter egg uh, rabbit hole. And I definitely saw what I thought I saw in a few points, and then Zack Snyder actually like commented about it and stuff. So there's some weird, weird robot zombie time loop, mm. time weird shit hidden in there that you like. If you catch it, you're like, okay, this is so odd stuff going on in this fucking movie. <laughs> um, Area 51 type shit, mm-hmm. weird stuff. It's it's fun. It's a fun movie. Good violence in it. Some I mean, for the record, Zack Snyder hasn't done much since Justice League. Yes. Um, anyways, games, Fred. Games. James. Um, Games. So uh, I'm not going to talk Mass Effect because I'm, I'm assuming you played some. And you I have not. Probably have... Oh, I thought you. Okay. I thought I want you might have played it. No, I want to. So, But I'm not there I yet. Played more of that, obviously. Uh, um, I think I got up to actually i think i just rescued um tesora leona Mm. tesori the Mm -hmm. doctor asari i believe i went through her whole little underground thing you know you go down into the mine and then you'll probably remember this and then there's a a fucking krogan with a bunch of geth and he's like i don't care if you get out of here or not it makes my job easier time but i i'm loosely remembering this yes you're like, because Shepard's just like the, you know, he's like, this place is coming down around us, <laughs> and Cro- and R- the Krogan's like, make my job easier, blah, blah, blah. you know. Oh, it, yeah. I remember all of it, everything I remember. Maybe she's stuck in like a force field because she accidentally, the Geth came in there, so yes. she accidentally set off a mechanism and she was stuck in it. And you have to, whatever. I remember all of it, unfortunately, Clearly. crazy well. Um, so, anyways, uh, played Mass Effect, still. Still enjoying that. Still, to me, I just I find it fun. Um, still playing Dead Cells. A lot of Dead Cells, in fact, right this week. Mostly Dead Cells. On my, <laughs> I don't know why that has like, oh, just captured me again. But I actually went and bought all the DLC for it. Nice. 
So there was th- there's three DLC packs out, and I don't even know the names of them. I, I'm not even gonna. They have weird names. Something of the Giants, this or that. I can't remember. There's two other ones. Um, one of them's free. There's a free one, and then there's two paid ones that are like they're either four ninety nine or five ninety nine a piece. I can't remember either one. Either way, I I bought the two. I think it was like yeah, ten bucks. Looks like four ninety nine. Okay, so. Uh, so I paid ten bucks basically for the DLC. The other one, the third one, was free. It's like a little thank you. Um, but if if you wanted to buy, at least on the Switch, they have a bundle. It's twenty five bucks. You get the game and all the DLC, which I think, uh, if you're ever interested in this game, that is like a fantastic like value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a, is a lot for twenty five bucks. Uh, and I just got sick of like because basically what the DLC is, and I really kind of like it. Um, as you know, it's like branching paths off of like the different levels, right? There's different exits. Um, when they update the game, when the DLC came out, you, you basically can't get to those exits or if you get to them, uh, it will tell you, it will pop up a DLC prompt if you try to exit, um, through those, you know what I mean? But most of them, uh, uh, only access through like a rune like they kind of hidden away mm-hmm. um and i got sick of that i don't like being gated <laughs> off and i'm like i've been playing this game forever i play a lot of it i got it ten dollars cheaper than it was anyways uh whatever it was when i bought it so fuck it i'll give them 10 bucks everything's unlocked i go where i want and now it's kind of fun just to run into these branch and pass and then some of these places you go to you you don't even like the name you're like i don't want to go in that door it don't sound that don't sound good. Um, you want to go to the dilapidated, dilapidated arbore, arboretum? No. The morass of the banished? No. Don't, or don't, the nest? Yeah. Do you like that? And then the door is like red and glowing and you're yeah. like, I don't want to go in there. For the record, it, the, the bundle's called the Fatal Seed Bundle and it's because it's the combination of Fatal Falls DLC and the Bad Seed DLC, which are the paid yep. ones. And then as you said, Rise of the Giant was the free one. The free one, um, which is kind of cool because they hint at these like giants. Anyways, like if you play the regular game, yeah. there's like a giant dead knight right in the yep. main hall with a sword in them. Um, but these giants, you get some of the backgrounds. They're huge, like these giant dead giants. Giants, yeah. <laughs> they're cool. It's cool, man. That in the lore, they don't really tell you the lore of that world. Like right. there's no like you don't pick up low. You find like these little like cells and stuff these little rooms like um where you find a corpse or something that's hanging us but they don't tell you the story of the world they'll just tell you like oh this guy was working on something he was a guard who got stuck down here but they don't tell you anything about the world uh mm-hmm. and then there's doors everywhere you can knock on but they don't do anything like you'll right. knock on yeah. them, and you'll find some that someone will answer you back but they just you know it's it's very uh Yo, Bloodborne. It's like, I was leave about me alone. to say that's very they Bloodborne. Say, yeah. Yeah. They just say, leave me alone. And uh, what I get out of here, leave me alone. So, you know, and you guys shrugs and you move on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they don't really tell you much. I don't know. I, I'm assuming when you beat the game, there might be some uh, lore and shit, you know, but I've not come close. Um, Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, my Metopia showed up today, Fred. My uh-huh. physical copy of Metopia that I ordered. Uh, very excited. 
to get back into that with my if you remember i'm going to play it again i oh, still yeah. use myself i will still use trees will be the main character but everybody else will be video game characters and i i turned it on today and um so i see what they're talking about there's a lot of videos about metopia going around about the character creator the me creator that's in metopia um i don't know if it was in the 3ds version because i didn't play much of that i don't remember it that doesn't mean it wasn't in there but in the switch version uh there's a thing called like uh makeup and wigs but really what it is is especially the makeup part it's really reconstructing your face like you can do anything you want they give you more eyebrows and shadows and they give you shapes like forza that you can stretch and move around (laughs) so it's like wow People that know what they're doing can really recreate some crazy me's, like shit that just looks like whatever you want to make. So, um, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's weird that that's in the Metopia game, um, but not in the actual Switch's hardware software right. me creator. <laughs> yeah. So strange. Uh, it's like you they do enhanced you... it after the fact when they decided to right. re-resurrect this this. Uh, so game. It, it's weird. So in me, Toby, if you hit create a me, like make a new me, it goes into your your system's me creator. Right. And then after you make your basic me, then you go into the, the makeup wig section where you can do all the crazy shit to it, where you think they would just combine it and make that the norm. But I don't know. Uh, maybe oh, man. because IGN was having a blast with these. Oh yes, yeah. There's videos out there oh, you can watch man. of people fucking with the meat creator. Yeah. But I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It's right. I'm going away the new hand me this weekend for Memorial Day, and I'm bringing it with me. Nice. Um, and I'm gonna play a lot of Meatopia because I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that demo. <laughs> the demo was so <laughs> stupid. Yes. I loved it. Um, oh my god, they've got Kronk from <laughs> from Hercules. Okay, uh, Isba. Yeah, oh, not Cor- uh, from. No, not Hercules. What's the name? Oh no, sorry, Emperor. that's Emperor. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. yeah, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, really, Fred. <laughs> uh huh. The only other thing I play. I don't know why I do this. I have problems. <laughs> I really do. I have problems with these games that no one should play. Right, like Train Simulator and fucking Hunt oh, in the Wild. Oh God, I think I know games. where this is going. Is this a Game uh, Pass game? Let's <laughs> talk about SnowRunners, Fred. Yes, I, okay. I knew Snow, it was either the SnowRunners or the new fishing game. <laughs> <laughs> that looks great too, doesn't it? Yeah, it really um, does. I don't know if you watched the trailer for SnowRunner. I totally did. People were I talking d- about this game more I d- than I, I expected. I don't know how you put uh, rap music the truck slowly driving through I snow and mud, it. but it's amazing. Um, I put more hours last night and the night before into uh, slowly inching a truck through muddy <laughs> roads uh-huh. than any gamer uh, should ever do. So for people who don't know, there was a, a game called Mud Runners before. This is mm-hmm. a sequel to Mud Runners. Uh, it's a trucking sim, like a delivery, like, you know, truck, like a truck with logs it's on the a- back of metal pipes or uh, bricks or yeah. lumber. Um, and you're bringing shit to construction sites or like, you know, job sites. 
Like, am I fair um, to say this is kind of like Ice Road Truckers, the game, but like in yeah, but concept, see, not in execution? Yeah, well, see, yeah, Ice Road Truckers are like you're driving on ice. Like, that's what they're doing. Right. This is like mountains. And oh, like, okay. Hard to reach, like just bad terrain places, you know, like uh, pipelines and just shit. And it's like a, it's a crazy sim where it's like, there's <laughs> like crazy DLC with different truck models and shit. people that are really into fucking trucks, man, and big rigs. And oh, yeah. And so you, you have a truck, you have a truck, you have a garage. Um, and basically, you can find these watchtowers. You drive around this, <laughs> like you fucking Assassin's Creed. You find watchtowers, right, to open up more of the map and to fucking get more jobs. Because thank God. You got to do that. Um, and then what you're doing is you're taking on jobs, and then it's all the same. It's picking up a load and bringing it to a job site and dropping it off. But you have to have the right truck for the job. You have to use trailers. You got to have use the right trailer for what you're picking up mm-hmm. and for the weight. And then you got to drive it to the site. You drop it off and then it goes. So if you're building a bridge and then it goes into an, a, a cool animation of the bridge being built like super fast, you know, and then job's done, you get money and you can experience and, you know, use your experience to open up new maps and new truck options and uh, fucking use your money to buy those truck options, right? Maybe you need some nice wheels with some chains on them or you need a different fucking parts for your engine. Like, yo, real, like, you look at the tires and you're like, I, these tires all look the same to me, but there's someone out there that knows what these fucking tires do for mud. Um, <laughs> and that's the part I'm leaving out is it sounds simple. You're like, that's simple. Uh, but every way you drive in this game, every road, every road, has like three feet of mud on it. I don't know why. Um, and it's. I mean, are you in England? It. Like it's. No, you you start out in Michigan somewhere in Michigan, the woods of Michigan, like logging comp, logging terrain, and then you move. Now I'm in Alaska, on the pipeline, so it's it's like snow and mud, and hills, and it's like, like you have a winch on your on your trucks. And uh, <laughs> so you can shoot. That's the only arcadey thing is you can just shoot that winch out like a fucking bionic commando whenever you need it, and uh, grab onto a tree and uh, help pull you through the mud. I spent a half an hour last night. Uh, half an hour, Fred. Not lying. <laughs> I could see the pipeline. I could see where I need to go, uh, and I was stuck. I got stuck on this little incline in this mud. And uh, but by wiggling my my tires back and forth and put it in low gear, I was moving forward like uh, by millimeters, and I kept doing it until I could hit a tree with my grappling hook that was up ahead, and I pulled myself up until I couldn't go any further, and then I inched myself to the next tree, <laughs> and uh, you know what, Fred? When I got out of that mud patch onto the road, I felt pretty totally worth it, right? <laughs> totally not i don't know about that but i was i felt accomplished <laughs> i got i've gotten two achievements and you know here's my problem i stopped popping off achievements and i'm like this is wonderful i want these achievements in this game <laughs> you know it's like duck dynasty achievements so fucking you know it's like i want these oh yeah um they're they're literally what they sound like they are true achievements they are true achievements i never thought of it like that 
Yeah. Um, Be proud. You know what I really well. like uh, when you turn the game. Whenever you turn the game on, uh, the loading screens are pretty long, mm-hmm. and uh, but you pass the time by uh, reading truck facts. There you go. You know, like um, I wrote some down, Fred, for you. Oh, please share. Uh, a big rig has a fifty-five foot turning radius. Huh. That's on one. Uh, the average commercial truck consumes 20,500 20, gallons of gas each year. Wow. Uh, truckers spend more than 240 nights away from home each year. And they Actually, go on for it. That I knew because, again, my, uh, my uh, father-in-law is a trucker, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do out of town. And it's for that very reason. <laughs> um, I have a, they give you like a Bronco in the beginning. Mm. And I spent a half an hour the other night customizing it. You know, putting stickers on the dashboard that say like, you know, you know, mudding is you ain't living if you ain't mudding. You know, shit like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, on my visor across my windshield, you know, it says like, like, you know, you know live ride mud die you know stuff like that and uh i got like i got like uh a uh, air freshener hanging from my mirror there you go all types of shit for like a fog lights um but i don't use that truck because it it stalls out instantly i think last night i left it in a river which i'm sure it's still there because there's no way from <laughs> i can tell that resets your truck anywhere wherever you put your truck it's where it is yeah and so i believe my bronc was in a river and i believe my big rig uh because these game pass games they'll give you like packs of the dlc bundles same with the train simulators they give you like two of the packs yes yes Uh, some of them do so i have two big rigs that were part of dlc it says dlc and one of those i left on the side of a mountain with a trailer (laughs) with some some lumber on it because i just got hung up i got stuck there and i couldn't you can warp back to a garage, but it warps you, not your truck. And your truck is still wherever you <laughs> left it. That's so perfect. I don't kind of know what to do once I get all my trucks <laughs> stuck. <laughs> I haven't figured that out. Like, um, you don't walk in the world, right? Like, Nope. 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 Think so. I also don't understand trailers. Because it's a sim, so they go into like all different types of trailers and which ones you need for different jobs and stuff. So it's like I don't understand any of that. I don't know what I need. One says I need a crane. Where I where do I get that from? So there's a lot of unanswered questions in SnowRunner. Um, yo, like if I didn't have those two DLC trucks they gave me, like where would I get a big rig to be hauling some of this shit? I have a little Bronco. You find <laughs> trucks. Sometimes there's trucks at job sites, and then you can take those i guess in the tutorial that's what i did but i didn't know if they let me do that just because oh, so it it's a, one part gta tutorial. as well yeah well you uh, yeah just but kidding. i think you're allowed to use those trucks right now. Oh, okay i think they're part of the job it's part of the job all right that makes sense so i mean last night uh it's been two nights of hours upon hours and all i really did was complete the bridge in the tutorial and uh drive two bundles of lumber to a pipeline there you go. Otherwise, in that, I have a Bronco and a river, and my other truck's on the side of a mountain. <laughs> but uh, you know me, Fred. I can't stop 
there's something there's something about it that it's so hardcore and stupid that I feel like I'm missing something. So my brain tells me to keep playing it until it clicks. So, hey man, yeah. like it, gaming is just that, right? It's what you enjoy, <laughs> and I think I think it would be impossible for somebody to yeah. listen to what you just said and be like, yeah. "Oh, he definitely is doing this for show." No, you're clearly doing it for the pure, simple reason that you enjoy it. Yeah, li- listen. If you think I'm doing this for show. Turn on your Game Pass or go open YouTube and watch the trailer for, my, for fucking Snowriders. I do me. love the the incessant amount of uh, rap songs that yeah. uh, sell these games. Yeah, the fishing games always have them. <laughs> it makes no sense. Train Simulator. Like, they all just play weird rap music and have quick cuts. Just quick edits nonstop, and that's it's supposed to hype you for driving a, a truck in snow. It's like I wouldn't do that in real life. I wouldn't be out in that weather. But apparently, listen, I got to deliver. But this now you shit don't have to. Yes, that's, that's right. the point. Someone has to deliver this shit. You think those pipelines build themselves? Yes, I do. No, <laughs> no, they don't, Fred. You got snow runners out there risking life. So. Yeah, buddy, that that was my uh, that's what I did this week. <laughs> I, like I said, I think you thoroughly enjoyed yourself. Mm-hmm. I did. I did turn my PS4 on because I had to get my John Wick uh, 4K disc out of it. Mm-hmm. Always important. <laughs> I did get it out eventually. Like it was a weird thing. I haven't turned that on in so long. My controller wouldn't connect to it. Sometimes you have to so, turn it on and do, you do the USB sync. I thing. did all yeah. that. It wouldn't sync it with the USB either. Oh, I've had that problem before. So yeah. I, I did the weird uh, rebuild database mm-hmm. thing where you hold it down, it goes in that way, and then plugged in my controller and it synced it. And then I, I rebuilt the database just for f- shits and giggles because you know, why not? And then, um, yeah, everything worked fine. And then... What it did was it did that weird chugging with the disc for like five minutes. And eventually it popped up a menu that said Un- unknown disc. And I was able to click on it and eject it that way. Whereas before it would never pop anything up. It just kept chugging forever. It just kept whirling in there and then like, rawr, 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 you know, it mm-hmm. would never, never get to anywhere where I could, uh, you know, through a menu eject it. So, because my manual button doesn't work because I taped over it with minion duct tape inside. So, <laughs> that's right. That, yes. That does not work. Um, so, yeah, I let it do it for like five minutes. Eventually, it did stop and then popped up a, an identified disk menu option. So, I, I mean, able- at the risk of sounding like a fanboy, that is one thing I've always liked about the Xbox is that it's got a sync button, right? So, like, if nothing else is working, you can mm-hmm. just do a let's retry yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And uh, PlayStation really doesn't have that. It's just plug in your USB cable and hope everything works out. Yep. yep. To be fair, yep. it doesn't usually have a problem. I'll give it no. that. But yeah. And what was what was in PlayStation Now that I saw? I was like, oh shit! I should fucking play that. Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed. <laughs> no, I swear there was something newly added in there. Uh, RPG or something. They're always adding shit where I go, ah. Oh, I can finally check that out now. And then I can look up the new additions. Yeah, let's see what we got here. All right. And then um 
while you're looking that up, I find it funny. I have a bad habit. If I find a new drink or some new snack food or something that I really like, and I'm like, this is the best thing you ever made, they discontinue it. Of course. In, in, instantly. And uh, you, we got to put a disclaimer when I talk about Game Pass games, because apparently whenever I decide to mention them, uh, you text me and let me know they're leaving within a week. <laughs> that's a good point. So Void Bass, as I talked about, that's been in that Game Pass for like a year. <laughs> I talked about it once last week, and I'm like, yeah. And I was, anybody? I even said, I don't think that's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you did say that, and I'm like, yeah, you, you guys, people should check that out. It's kind of funny. Then you text me like, yeah, that's that's leaving. Yeah, yeah. that's leaving this week. So uh, okay. real quick, the uh, joining was uh, Streets of Rage four. Jump Force and Neo. Neo, I think. Neo. It's kind of like a um, Bloodborne slash yep. Dark, Dark Souls esque type game, right? Yeah, yep. that's the game I saw. And I, I debated and uh, SnowRunner won out over Neo. I, I figured. <laughs> Gee, I can't imagine. Yeah, I figured, you know, attention span wise, I'm like, I don't think I'm, I'm built for Neo right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Anyways, Neil. Yeah, I still might check that out. Though why not? I mean, I have that game. Yeah. Yeah, that was I heard one it of those was ones. Good. Yeah, I have Neo one and two. Bought both of them. They went for like, like Black Friday sales. You know, at certain times for nine ninety nine. Bought them both for that. Um, and there's a they a PS five upgrade for both of those. But the uh, PS four version, you have to pay for it. It doesn't come free. Um, whereas the PS5 or the, the Neo two does. So not that it really matters. It's just a better looking version of still a game. that's going to whoop my ass, but yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, I was like, I don't think I'm in the mood for that. Let me play this truck, (laughs) trucking game. Oh, and trust me, that fishing game's lined up, but buddy, that looked exciting too. Did you watch that trailer? Which one? The the whatever that game's called the fishing one that they added it's called. Uh, like, uh, I did not watch Uber the trailer. Yes, but I do know the game. You're talking, yeah. uh, it's hilarious. Like they they show like fish, like certain giant fish, and they show like all of a sudden it shows like a uh, like Terminator esque like readout of them in their name, and they all have you know crazy names like the of course you know, the baddest. The fucking killer, you know, it's like a fucking bass or whatever. It's like, it's hilarious. I'm like, oh my God, I love this stupid shit. So I love that that stuff's in Game Pass. You just try it out. And I took your advice and I moved, I moved um, everything, um, like all my 360 games, all my little shit. I moved everything off of my internal onto my external and then all the games I'm playing currently from my external onto my internal. Nice. You know, would you, yeah. cause I had it reversed or sorta and my games would always get hung up and stuff. So hopefully that'll help you out. Also, I would mildly recommend using some discretion and uh, just not having too much installed once you get your series X, which is coming soon. Although your USB drive is plug and play. So you can just for my old games. Yep, your old games are plug and play. It's just not series X games will stream from it. Correct. But will Xbox One games play off of an external? Mm -hmm. Or just 
So everything that I have currently will play off of the external except for Xbox One games. Xbox I mean, One games Series X. Yeah. Series X, I mean. Series yeah, X. you wouldn't want to install new games to it. And you can, gotcha. but you got to do it like the fridge. Like you got to move it on there and then move it off. That's fine. But, uh, and it'll, it'll gain the perks. Mm-hmm. Um, the only perks you may lose out on is increased uh, or improved load times. Right. On older games. Obviously, that functionality won't exist unless you move it to... Um, you might see some benefits, but for the most part, you shouldn't see any difference. Um, but like FPS boost and the auto HDR and all that stuff, that'll all take place even if your games are on a 360 or on a USB drive. So, hmm. yeah. So you're not really compromising much by having them on there. That's why everybody mm-hmm. says put your 360, your original Xbox, and your Xbox One games on the US, uh, yeah, on the USB drive. So <clears throat> there you go. But. All right. There's also the upgrade games. You'll see this a lot. So let's say you've got, um, oh, I'm trying to think of a game. Uh, what's the, uh, is it Maneater, the uh, shark game? I don't know. Is it? I think it's called Maneater. But anyway. Man-E- yeah, yeah, it is. It's on, that's on Game Pass. They just added that. Sure, to sure. Pass. So let's say you've installed the Xbox One version, right? You've, you've mm-hmm. downloaded the Game Pass version. You install it on your USB drive. When you load it up, there will be an option. In fact, your system should usually detect it and go, hey, there's an, like if you check for updates or something, and it might just do it if you try to launch it, it'll go, oh, hey, there's an update for this. Do you want to update it or upgrade? Do you want to upgrade it? It's free of charge. If you say upgrade, it'll download the the Series X version, the updated version, the smart delivery version. Those may have to it. Uh, those I'm pretty certain have to install on your uh, hard drive, like on hmm. your internal hard drive. Internal, yeah. it's fine. You'll notice the same ah. with Mass Effect, actually. So I'll figure it out. Anyway, it's not as complicated as it seems. PlayStation's mm-hmm. much more complicated for most people with PlayStation Five. I'm like, look, it's just the nature of the beast. Just don't fill up that hard drive, and if you do, you got to delete shit. Like, <laughs> just just don't even fuck with it. Mm. But. All righty. Well, anything else for you there? No, I think that's enough. All right. So trees. Let's see here. This week for me, um, I am continuing. Did I? I think I started this already. I did. I mention Spider-Man Remastered last week. You did. Okay, so I'm playing the shit out of that. <laughs> I am thoroughly enjoying it. Still love that game. Um, the crazy thing I think I'm going to do, though, is, you know, like Burnout? Mm-hmm. I am almost through that game. Did you play through all of Spider-Man? Marvel Spider-Man? The, yeah. Okay. So I, I don't want to like- spoil too much for people, but there is a scene. It was actually the E3 demo. There's a scene yeah. where um, uh, Doc... Well, yeah, we'll just say it. There is a scene where Doc Ock lets out um, all the uh, villains at Rikers at the raft. And um, they're let loose in the city. And then the end of the game is you going and (laughs) wrapping them all back up. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am there and I have gotten two of the villains back. I've taken out Rhino and I've taken out uh, Electro. Electro. Yeah. He was a pain. Yeah, Electro is kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Rhino was okay, but Electro is kind of a pain. I feel like Negative Man was too. 
Yeah, they're all sort of a pain. Yeah, that you know that's the one thing I will say. So I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I really like the upgrades. It's a really fun game to play. Yeah, if you've got it, the 60 FPS with the ray tracing stuff is really cool. Lots of reflective surfaces and whatnot. Um, when you are playing New Game Plus with everything already upgraded 100%, so you get to skip all of the side content stuff. That game is much quicker. I'm like mm-hmm. I think nine hours in, and I'm at like. 68 or 70 percent of the story and i don't think there's that many things left like the the you know the contagion's already spread the big drama with uh you know aunt may is already underway shall we say Mm -hmm. things are tying up with mj um all the miles morales stuff is pretty much done so like i'm 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 nearing the end of that game it's not gonna be too much longer i'll get it done this weekend But before I jump into Miles Morales, what I think I'm going to do is install the Mass Effect trilogy and kind of have both of those games to bounce back and forth between. They're very different types of games, and it might be worthwhile just in case I run into any burnout. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start Mass Effect and then bounce back to Miles Morales and see where we go with that. But Miles Morales is about half the the time. Like, it's like, I've heard 10 to 15 hours, even if you 100% it. So um, it's shorter. Uh, nothing to complain about, but mm-hmm. it's shorter. So, um, I also saw um, that they now allow the Spider-Man remastered. Previously, they didn't sell it, but if you get Miles Morales, either the PS4 or the PS5 version, it doesn't really matter which one, because if you have the PS4 disc, you can put it in and get a free upgrade to the PS5. Um, you can now pay 20 bucks to get Spider-Man remastered. Previously, you could only get that by buying the Ultimate Edition. And uh, so I think that's cool. I saw some people complaining and I get it. We're in the culture of like sales and all this stuff and days of play is going on right now for PlayStation, but 20 bucks for the remastered version of the original Spider-Man game, I think is great. And it does include all the DLC. Yeah. Like I think, I don't think any cheaper than that is, I thought they were going to charge more for it. You know what I mean? These greedy developers. Well, just meaning like, you know how, like, uh, right now they sell Miles Morales for 50 bucks without the Spider-Man oh, Remastered code or 70 with it. So the idea would be, like, well, they would charge more than 20 bucks because... Well, I'm, I'm saying that's what people say. Oh, that, I'm it's sure pretty, that's what people pretty say. Pretty developers. Why don't they just make the games for, for giving away for free? They can afford to. Right? <laughs> God damn it. They're part He's of Sony. That's a big company. Yeah. And Marvel. Jesus, it's Disney. But uh, anyway, uh, so th- still enjoying that. Uh, again, when you're blasting through it, it's really enjoyable. Uh, and you know what? Found that the new Peter Parker uh, face was not hard to get over. Like, I just yeah, kind of took it. I just kind of took it after the first, like, hour yeah. of noticing. Well, it. well, it's funny. It's been, what, a year since I've played Spider-Man? Yeah, it's probably been about that for me. Yeah. So, I mean, if I went back to it, yeah, it wouldn't be that jarring. Yeah. Because, yeah. But it, if I played it like a month later to check it out, I'd be like, whoa. But, you know, the time, mm-hmm. if if and when I ever get around to playing Miles Morales, I don't think I'll replay Spider-Man anyways. Like, yeah, I have my like, fun with it, and I'm not going to go back just, you know. Like I remember my, copy of, my copy of Ultimate Edition I got was $40 for mm-hmm. uh, both. Right. Yeah. So like that was yeah. a good price for Miles. It just happened to come with remastered. I didn't mm-hmm. think I needed 
remastered per se, right? Like you could right. still download the original Game of the Year edition. Now there are some awesome upgrades, right? Uh, but you don't necessarily need them for Spider-Man. A person like you doesn't usually replay stuff. Mm-hmm. So there would be very little reason for you to return to it because you can just see all the enhancements in Miles Morales and you get the best of both worlds, right? Like you get best bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so um, for a person like me though, who replays this stuff a lot, still stand by this though. I find that the girl who plays Mary Jane to be attractive in her own right, but she's very not Mary Jane. Um, you've, you've said that before. I, yeah, I, I, I would. I keep reading the comics right now, and and I'm oh. I'm right around issue like eighty, and I'm like, mm. and gra- granted, this is like late sixties Mary Jane, who was a very different person, right? She was supposed to be like the Studio Seven is, or sorry, yeah, or whatever Studio Seventy Four or whatever, you know, kind of disco era, you know, Mary Jane. But uh, even the more modern Mary Jane in like the nineties with Venom and stuff was well, like when. The original, when we played Spider-Man, when you and me both playing it around the same time, didn't you like that Mary Jane back then? I thought you were saying you liked that version. Maybe I'm misremembering. Uh, I, I, I like her. Like, I like her character, and yeah. I like her delivery. And again, I find her attractive. She's just a very different character than the comics. Gotcha. I think is is what I noticed, and maybe I I've been getting way more into comics uh, and reading a lot of them um, since the last time I played that game. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But hmm. anyway, so played Spider Man Remastered. Uh, I started Disco Elysium on the PC, or I did play it on the PC. Okay, I, I'm just asking because I want to play it too. I was asking, I don't know when it comes out on consoles. So. It's out. So it's out on consoles now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, right, cool. I, I'm playing the director's cut. It was like the upgraded version. So it has uh, mapping for gamepads, and yeah, that works just fine on PC, although I did use keyboard and mouse for this particular game because it's more of like point and click, and I, I I didn't use a controller, but I would guess with the controller, you're just navigating stuff with the right or left thumbstick. Yeah, you know, it's very, it, it, it's an easy conversion. Um, that game, I get what it is, and actually... I'll get into it a little bit, but Trees, I think this, if anybody, like this is more your game than mine. Mm-hmm. This game is very, well, let's just let you fuck around for a long time and see what you take from it. It's very, um, it, it's very weird. It's very <laughs> um, uh, straightforward, I guess I would say, with like, there's no min-maxing this game, right? It's like an adventure game, kind of like a little bit of a point-and-click adventure game. Right. But you come to stuff where it's like, oh, there's a hole in the wall. Do you want to try to hit the hole in the wall? And you see the dice roll, and if not, they're like, oh, you didn't, you couldn't figure anything out about that hole in the wall. And like a good pen and paper RPG, like, that's it. That is the last time you will yeah, ever you, discuss yeah, that hole in the wall ever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and there's stuff like where it's like, oh, you think you can make this jump, and it's like probability of making the jump 20%, and you're like, okay, let's go for it. Oh, you failed the jump. You broke all your arms and legs, dead, game over. Well, you only had 20%. Would you do that right. in real life? And no, no, and I don't, yeah, yeah. for the record. <laughs> I did it for that one jump just to test, and of course I quick yeah, saved yeah. right beforehand. But, um, but uh, and, and again, I think people have talked about it, but you're like this alcoholic detective, and you've got this kind of straight-laced detective from... Uh, a different area and the game opens up. You are, uh, you know, at this hotel where you're investigating a murder out back 
And it's interesting what the game's doing. I guess I'm digging some of the mechanics. But I just, I, I see what the game is now. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, so I just, you know, click around everywhere, interact with everything, mm-hmm. and then make decisions, and then go around to look at other things. It's a very big map. Um, and, and do those things, right? And sometimes I'll walk away from this and come back to that and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, how much do you want to wander around, explore, and partially solve I wouldn't even call them cases because it's not all cop stuff. Like solve yeah. like little agendas in the game. Hmm. Is and there? It's not holding my interest. <laughs> I was just say, is there like heavy story or? Yes, very. Okay, very is it good. Like the stories are very not... well told, very well written, but not enough to to keep you going. No, it's not that. It's that like. I get to this point in my life where uh, I like to be open-minded about video games, but I'm also realistic about games I don't uh, that are just not my style. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of them. This is one of those games where you're gonna you're gonna. It, I think the game's three days long, like in game, mm-hmm. and you're gonna learn a lot about yourself, a lot of self information. You're gonna learn a little bit about the world around you and the people around you. You're gonna learn a lot about human behavior. And you're going to wander around and do some things. And maybe you close all the cases. Maybe you don't. I bet you can't, actually, knowing the way this game works. Right. You just close or interact with whatever you wish to. And maybe the draw is to play this over and over and over again. I can't Mm -hmm. tell. But I know each playthrough of the game is like 20 to 30 hours. So this is not a short game. Um, I put in probably four. Four or five hours. Hmm. And I think at this point, I'm like, "Mm, I... I get it. I have a ton of stuff I can go do. I'm just not drawn to any of it. I don't know. Hmm. I just, I don't want to go play Hard Boiled Detective Point and Click everywhere, interact with everything. And that's that's a good chunk. I mean, five hours is is a good chunk to dip dip your toes in there, see if you like it or not. Now, what I will give the game credit for is it's very smart. Again, aside from the writing, it's perceptive. I am a sorry man. You can probably tell that from anybody who's ever interacted with me online. Like, I'll say sorry Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, It's just a habit to just say. And the game picks up on it, even though I'm not typing anything. It's just based off of the decisions I make and the different voice things that I choose to say. It goes, oh, it stops me in the middle and it goes, oh, I'm going to brandish you a type of cop. And they say, you're the sorry cop. And they're like, you can change who you are, or you can just admit that these this is your personality quirks. And it's really the game giving you an opportunity. The game does this a lot, where you make a lot of decisions about yourself, but you have no idea why you're making these decisions or how they'll affect the game, which is similar to real life, right? So that's what they're trying to simulate, I think. Mm. So they're like, what kind of... Like, for example, when you first start the game, you know nothing about the game. They're like, what kind of character do you want to be? And you're making all these decisions about your stats, but you have no idea how they relate to the game at all. Right, right, right. And then later on, they're like, well, what kind of skills do you want to have? And you have no idea how they relate to the game whatsoever. Hmm. And then, yeah, they're like, oh, do you want to be a different type of cop or do you want to be the sorry cop? So I said, be the sorry cop. And it's even snarky. And it's like, I bet you're sorry you picked this. And I bet you're sorry you couldn't figure out 
what I wanted from you, but that's okay. Just mm. continue to be sorry, and you're the sorry cop now. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, I, I actually wasn't <laughs> taken aback by it. I was actually like, that's pretty perceptive of this game. Like, I don't know how they picked up on it, but they obviously had hooks in the game to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that is true to my personality. And so there's this kind of fourth wall breaking stuff. And I bet they do that with the cop type. They can just tell your personality based off of the decisions you make. And sure, if you're making a bunch of like decisions expecting a certain outcome, sure, you can drive it that way and it's not going to be accurate. But I right. thought it was kind of cool where I didn't know it was coming and it was accurate. And hmm. so, like I said, what the game is doing is cool. The way it presents it is cool. But I... I just don't think that's the game I want to play. Right, I don't not- play a modern day version of like, you know, <clears throat> uh, I don't know, like uh, Monkey Island or a modern right, day right, version right. of a Sierra game uh, yep. and go, oh, this is cool. And I don't even think it's that point and click adventure. It's a lot less of like fishing around the area um, and a lot more of just like doing stuff and making decisions. But after a while, I'm like, eh, I think I'm done doing stuff and making decisions. Um mm. That's fine. So not not every game is for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And and again, I'm I'm glad I played it. I got it like for a song. I think I got it for like twelve bucks or something on the Epic Game Store sale. So you, like well worth my time and money. Do you think this will eventually be a game pass game? I could see it, but I could also <laughs> I, see them not doing it. It's like, I think eh. Game Pass will eventually get to the point where, like MLB The Show, I don't know if you're aware of this, but MLB The Show is only on Game Pass for two months. Oh, so yeah. at, like the end of June, it leaves Game Pass. Um, and for the record, they just announced a, a thing where they said like a significant portion of uh, the players on Xbox bought the game and didn't play it on Game Pass or played it on Game Pass for a short stint and then bought it. Uh, really? it, it basically debunks the idea that people don't well, play games on Game Pass. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, also, l- Xbox people starve for baseball games. <laughs> yeah, they, they are because there them, has been so, none. Yeah. So that's another factor, I believe. And I hear some bullshit about, and I don't care if it's true or not, it's just funny and kind of sad that, like, PlayStation people are like, well, we're not going to buy the game to show Sony. Da-da. You don't have, They don't have a say in it, guys. <laughs> Sony would keep it exclusive if they could. This was the MLB. <laughs> yeah. And if your Xbox not- and MLB comes to you and goes, would you like to put us to put the show on Xbox? You would be a fool to say no. Like, yeah, you're... And, and you're guess, yeah. And guess what? If... if uh- no one buys it on PlayStation, but it does crazy gang buses on <laughs> it Xbox. It just moves to Xbox. Uh, yeah. Guess where Sony's selling that franchise to? Yeah, Fuck face. Exactly. It's yeah. going over there. So congratulations, so. guys. Um, congratulations, ponies. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I. so here's where I see that happening. I think there will eventually be, and I think we're starting to see hints of it, but I think it's going to uh, grow And either at the end of the year or starting in 2021, I think we're going to see shorter stints of games on Game Mm -hmm. Pass for like a month, maybe even two weeks. And I think what we're going to see is more high profile games or newer games, Hmm. right? As almost in like an extended demo capacity. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you don't be a fool. You don't put like Resident Evil Village on there where like a majority of people, if they're, you know, dedicated could beat it in a week. But you put 
something like Disco Elysium, where it's like 20, 30 mm-hmm. hours, you're going to really be putting in time if you think you're going to knock that out in one or two weeks, right? It's like you could beat it, but that's not the mm-hmm. ideal way to do it. It's to let you fuck around with it for a few hours over the next week or two and then decide if you want to buy it. I will say I do... I, I admire like like PlayStation Now's approach where they have these crazy like JRPGs in there and shit like mm-hmm. real niche stuff like I I enjoy like that they have that shit in there because that's the shit you want to like just yeah let me stream this and fucking see what this is you know and if you want to play it. It's like 140 hours of your life. Yeah, well, and Game Pass <laughs> has some hints of it, but nothing like White Knight Chronicles or whatever you're referring to. Yeah, those Atlanta um, games and uh, you know all that crazy shit they have. Blood Knights. So, uh, all types of stuff. Yeah. So there's some, some weird cool stuff. So again, Disco Elysium, the reason I bring it up is like, this is a game that may be very well be for a lot of listeners out there. It's just not for me. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I'll go back to it. I just not driven right now just wasn't really feeling it so um but uh uh and then last but not least i played vader immortal on the psvr oh, okay swinging some lightsabers were you uh i thought i was going to be but uh, oh <laughs> okay so trees there's certain games that just <sighs> fuck it up for the rest of them Mm-hmm. Vader Immortal is not a good game. It's oh. not even kind of a good game. Really? Yeah. I thought I heard good things about Vader Immortal. Yeah, so had I. Um, <laughs> so people are going to say that I'm really critical here. I'm going to go, you have rose-colored glasses for the Star Wars franchise. I, I do. I do. I'm not I'm not one to, like, yeah. So I really that, like so. Star Wars stuff. So let's get into the good before the bad, okay? okay. So Vader Immortal is three three episodes. Um, normally it's 30 bucks. There is a disc version about to come out. <laughs> so if you want to buy it on the disc, cool. Otherwise, uh, you buy it as a, I don't think you can buy the episodes separately anymore. I think on the Oculus store, you can, this was originally an Oculus game, uh, came to PSVR and, uh, it's usually just the triple pack. You get the three games for 30 bucks and it was on sale on the May the 4th be with you sale for 15 bucks. So picked it up, heard good things about it. Each episode's about an hour, mm-hmm. and um, you do need to have two PlayStation Move controllers. Right. And its calibration is very finicky. It's extremely picky. Um, and what I mean by that is, uh, when I first started playing the game, I couldn't interact with anything in my left hand, and I didn't understand... Or no, my right hand, and I didn't understand why. And it's because basically when that game boots up it decides uh, this is very different than any other game that I've played with this. It decides where your PlayStation move controllers are and adjusts everything to that. And at the time I was doing it, you know, it's one of those weird, you probably haven't dealt with this cause you don't have the move controllers, but you have this right. weird thing with PlayStation move controller games because the move controllers don't give you an opportunity to pick the games in the main UI of the PlayStation four. This seems like a massive oversight. And if I'm off base, please anyone tell me, but I can't figure out how to get directional <laughs> controls. Right? So you turn on both of your move controllers and you put on your helmet and you can't start the game. 
Mm. So you need to find, like, you need to do that weird thing where, like, you let one controller hang around the wrist strap, and then you, like, fish around in front of you, blind, trying to find your controller. You pick the game, you launch it, then you put the controller down, but it's got to be somewhere where, like, if anybody else enters the room, they don't sit on it and break it. You know what I mean? Like, it's this big headache. And it calibrates where your controller is and how it's going to work right when you launch the game. So what you end up having is, yeah, half the time your controller, you'll start the game up and one of your hands will be like backwards and pointing at you and not working and not being able to interact with anything. And you have to like turn it off and return it back on and recalibrate it and everything. And it's a big pain in the ass. And of course, all of the menu systems and all the stuff for Vader Immortal, even though it requires move controllers, Mm -hmm. all of the UI and menu stuff, you have to pick up a controller and press pause. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they did not think about this at all. Um, But what they do is they do an incredible job with scale and they do an incredible job of bringing the Star Wars world to life. So at the very beginning of the game, you're in a starship, you go into light speed, you've of course got your droid with you and you go to Mustafar, I think it is, the the planet where Vader becomes Vader, right? With with the lava and everything. And uh, you meet up with some unusual people, you get uh, put into a prison cell, and uh, um, you eventually meet up with Vader, and he kind of hints that he wants you to be his apprentice and everything. And that's like the first episode. And the second episode, uh, so the first episode does start you off that way. So you're wandering around for a long time, uh, probably the first half of it, and it's just a lot of walking around. There's no action or orientation or really anything you're just learning how to like navigate the space they do some weird climbing stuff the move sensors are constantly having glitch problems (laughs) like where they don't quite climb the way you want or you reach out for something and it doesn't reach out there Um, when you're climbing stuff you have to do that thing where you grab both sides of the ladder and like pull yourself up and over if you don't you let go and you just fall down the ladder and die and it's like why do you suck and then long load screen and then you're back where you started Um, yeah, it's real kind of goofy stuff. The way you move is like you point at something and then you click the, uh, I don't know, the move button and it'll just move you there. So that does get rid of all the uh, motion sickness stuff. Yep. Yep. And you're not supposed to look, you can look around, but you're not supposed to move around. So you're standing in the space, but you're not supposed to move around you can sit too. I mean, honestly, I played one of the episodes sitting because the game doesn't want you to move around. Like, it doesn't want hmm. you to physically move around. You can press circle and X, so, like, you can put... It, it's a certain button on both of the move controllers to rotate left and right, and that's what they want you to do. It's kind of like Resident Evil, where you, like, slowly rotate your body around when you want to move to certain areas in, in different stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's say you're walking straight ahead, and then all of a sudden there's a corridor off to your left... You'll right. press like circle, 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 and rotate in small intervals till you're looking to your left, and then you'll walk straight. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not actually moving around a space at all. Um, okay. Again, I think that's a mild limitation of PSVR, but it's an understandable one. Huh. Um, but in the so the first part is just a lot of plot. They drop a lot of plot on you, a lot of concepts, and it's. But what I think you'll appreciate, Trees, is it's a lot of just like exploring Star Wars-esque areas. 
I like I like that. Yeah, and the sense of scale's really big. The characters' sense of scale are really big. You meet an alien that's like taller than you, and they get up in your face. Like mm-hmm. if you get nervous about like things being in your bubble, that'll happen in this game. And I think they do it on purpose so that you get a real feel for space. Mm. Um, and then the 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 back twenty minutes is like pretty cool. You find a lightsaber, and okay. you pick it up. And yeah. you turn it on, and mm-hmm. you lightsaber battle with a bunch of droids. And that's I like that. pretty cool. Yes, and they teach you how to do lightsaber battles, right? So you're like, all right, dope. And then end of episode one. And it goes, Vader's like, at the end of it, he's like, oh, now you should learn force powers. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to learn the force. Episode one, done. Okay? Okay. So then you move into episode two. And I don't want to get too much into the plot in case you ever play this game. But I don't really recommend it. But I probably will. Two is rougher. You learn the force and Mm -hmm. the move controllers are terrible at the force powers. (laughs) Like where you float something up and you hold it and then you launch it and like the rocks don't go anywhere near in the direction you want them to go. But let me, let me uh, pose this uh, theory, this scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. PlayStation VR 2. Right. With the new can controllers. Yes. New updated Vader Immortal. Yes, and I'm betting the uh, the Oculus Quest 2 and the Oculus R, Rift R, Rift S or whatever, were the target when they built this, not the Mm -hmm. original Rift. So that makes sense. Um, Those controllers are much better for this. Uh, The other thing is, I'm sorry to kind of spoil this, but... (laughs) <laughs> you do not use your lightsaber in the second episode at all. So they what? teach you this, and then it's not there. Some bullshit going on here. Oh, you know what? I take that back. There is one, I wouldn't even call it a boss battle, but there is one really good battle that does scale a lot, Trees, and it will make shit your pants a little bit. Like, it's good mm-hmm. intimidation in the Star Wars universe of, like, big bad. And you do get to use... In a very mild sense, you suddenly get this alternative to a lightsaber and you get to use it like for like 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. And so that didn't leave the strongest impression on me. And there's a lot of this that happens. I saw hints of it in the first episode. This happened a lot more in the second episode. I don't think they want you to be able to die. In fact, I don't even know if you can die other than those falling off the ladder instances I told you about. Yeah. Um, because they'll do this stuff. So, for example, at the very beginning of the game, the when when you land on Mustafar, um, the Imperials see you and they're like, oh, we're, we're going to board your ship. And your droid runs to the back and goes, here, I'll distract them and I'll destroy stuff while you wipe the files. Put your hand down on the handprint. And the move controller just could not figure out. Like I saw my hand waving <laughs> all around, but it just was not doing it, right? And she goes, uh, they're getting closer. They're cutting in. Oh my God, we're going to get caught. We're going to be prisoners of the Empire forever. And then when they break in, she it's, like runs over and goes, oh, I'll take care of it, right? It's like a Disney ride. Like right, where, so you, they took yeah. over. Yeah, and they, they do the same thing with uh, that battle. So you're walking around to the battle and they're like, oh no, so-and-so is attacking me. Quick, use the force to throw those rocks at it. And I had already thrown all the rocks off the ledge because I didn't know <laughs> that's what I was supposed to do. Like I was just in this area. That's you another thing. Around. The game paces weirdly. So like, 
you're left alone in this area for like over two minutes before this thing shows up. And I'm just like wandering around trying to figure out what to do. So I saw all these rocks on this walkway and it wouldn't let me walk. But if I threw the rocks away, I was able to walk. So I threw all the rocks away. So then I'm stuck in this situation where they're like, throw rocks at it. And I was like, I don't have any rocks. I don't know how to use them. This is like, um, this is like if a, like surgeon simulator, uh-huh. like merged with like Vader Immortal. Okay. Like, you know, wacky hands. Like yes, you can't yes. <laughs> just oh, yeah. push the button. <laughs> yes. And so the droid's sitting there and she's like, it's going to eat me. It's going to kill me. Hurry, help. Just see those rocks. Just pick them up and throw them. And I was like, surely this game's going to like generate some rocks, right? Like, no. that's no, no. It's just after about like three minutes and getting completely frustrated, it just like lets go of the droid. And she's like, oh, thank God. now come on over okay so it like gives you an opportunity to interact but then it doesn't right and then she goes that rock throwing you did there pretty impressive right and like that that just like adds insult to injury right like oh no so and (laughs) i know you're gonna probably get mad at me saying this but um in the third area, there is a lot more of force and lightsaber combined in the third episode. Okay. Third episode, by far, you're doing the coolest shit. Um, you're doing an assault on Vader's castle and on Mustafar. I didn't know he had a castle, but he does. Um, he does. And yeah. it basically looks like the Death Star on the inside, and you're just kind of running through areas and fucking with stormtroopers and, and all kinds of different people and doing all kinds of stuff with force powers and lightsabers and whatnot. Okay. Um, Oh, they also show you an army and show you how to use like little hand gestures, like make a triangle in the air and it makes the army do certain things. Okay. So they do that, right? They walk you through this whole tutorial and I was like, Oh, this is going to be cool. When I storm the castle, I get to use the army. Nope. Then they're like, okay, now touch your lightsaber to my staff so that I can control the army so that I can run in with the army while you're going stealth on the side to go attack Vader directly. (laughs) Okay, thanks. (laughs) So that happens. So you never have any control over the army or get to launch troops um, of bots. Uh, but right. then, then you get to the end and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you wouldn't think this is a spoiler to learn that when you get to the very end, there is a battle with Darth Vader. Does that surprise Good. you? No, I mean, I would, you know, nothing ever goes well if you work for Vader. Right, right. So there, yeah. for whatever reason, there ends up being a battle with Darth Vader. Yeah. If you're getting hired, like if he's hiring you. Mm-hmm. Like in your you you go to his office and he you sit down he's he's looking for apprentices or new commit you know new admirals or captains or it's like you better ask what the premiums are for the health <laughs> for the yeah. health insurance and the life insurance because it's like it doesn't it does he doesn't have a good track record of yeah. keeping people around. <laughs> well, uh, so when you're doing this battle, Vader of course has the strongest lightsaber moves and you got to counter mm-hmm. them and whatnot. Um, and however you hurt Vader, it's different from any of those bots you fought in episode one. And you really hadn't, even though you are using your lightsaber and then in the episode three, you're not using it for actual like lightsaber combat. You're not fighting anybody with a stick or a staff or you're not doing that kind of melee combat. You're using the lightsaber 
to cut items in the area or reflect blaster fire and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You're not actually using it for like true blue lightsaber combat. So you get to this point where like, especially because it's broken into episodes and if you don't play them back to back, like I kind of did, you might not be that familiar with those skills that you very basically used and not for very long at the end of episode one. And now here you are final test and I don't know how to hurt Vader. And on top mm. of that, the counter stuff doesn't work very well. Like, uh, like I, they're always like, you got to have like a cross thing, right? So it's like a cross swords thing where there's like almost an X when, when Vader's coming across, you got to do whatever design kind of puts it at an X, right? To kind of deflect it back. And I didn't have mm-hmm. any problems with the bots here. It seemed like certain moves I deflected no problems, but other ones I didn't ever. Like, they never deflected. And you've got to get three perfect parries or you can't get Vader in a stunned circumstance. But even if you got him in a stunned circumstance with three perfect parries, which I did do a couple of times, still couldn't hurt him. When I'd swing at him, he'd be like, aha, too slow. Um, And uh, I obviously sucked at that battle, but I didn't die. It just freezes time and gives you an alternative ending. Just a a very bad experience. Do you think... Because... The PSVR Vader model came out, I would say, pretty far after. Yes. What was it released on? The Oculus stuff? Yes. Like, was it a game that was ever really originally designed to be on the PSVR? No, and I think that's its flaw. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It sounds... Everything you described, Fred, I think we... I believe we call it jank. Sounds a little janky. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and again, those experiences that move themselves along, sure. But again, I feel like this game was built by a lot of very talented people who have a lot of experience. And so to me, I'm like, I just have a hard time believing all these developers would just allow this to be the thing. Right. But at the same time, maybe it is. Here's what I'll tell you. This is where I, I frown at VR experiences. From a VR perspective, it puts you in the world of Star Wars. Like, it does it, and it does it well. Right. It's just not a fun game. It's Uh. just a piss-poor experience to do in VR. Right? So, atmosphere, great. Experience, bad. I think that's Uh. the wrong direction, and I think that's where a lot of VR games focused early on, and I think that's a misstep. And so, that's why it sucked to see this. And just another thing, and I think this is something I'll reflect again, was I, I just feel like the move controllers aren't great on the PSVR. Uh, yeah. They work very well in Beat Saber. I know that, and I've, I don't own Beat Saber, but I've been told that, and I've seen it firsthand when we played Beat Saber at Autumn's friend's house. But other than that, I'm, I'm, and it's not my move controller. The, the, the detection is normally perfectly fine. Um, had no problems with Rush of Blood. Um, had no problems with a, a, like the uh, whatever that downtown heist game was and a couple right. of the others that I used the move controllers for. I'm not having any problems with it. And the person who sold them on eBay said they work just fine. And I see no hints that they don't work just fine. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just the detection, right? Cause when Vader immortal was working well, it was working very well, but then all of a sudden it right. just like spaz out. Um, and I hadn't experienced that with Russia blood. The whole time I was playing Russia blood, it seemed to detect my movements just fine. So, um, yeah, I, I do think that Vader Immortal just wasn't designed for like a sit on a seat and use these move controllers to do it. They were able to like make it work, 
Right. But like that's a loose version of it. And I, I just keep feeling that for a lot of these games with the move controllers. I just don't think this is a very good way to detect right. I, movements. You know, as, as much as I really love the, my PSVR, the, when you look at it, you, it's, it was made to work with the PS4, right? It was right. cobbled together with the lights and all that and the move controls and the lights and I feel that the PSVR two is going to be, I don't know. That's high hopes. So I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's sure. going to be more designed to work with a system from the ground up instead of kind of tacked on to work well, on with older but with tech. With a controller, and, I think a lot of the experiences are great. Like I'm very yeah. eager, probably more but so now than ever, to play like Rhombus it, of Ruin and stuff it, like that. It is great, but there's a reason it has a calibration button. On the control, yes. because with the lights and stuff, you get drift. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you realize you're looking in the wrong direction, yeah. and you have to like straight, like you know what I mean. There are limitations because that system had to work with stuff that was originally designed for different different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't so with the PSVR two and the PlayStation five, and they're going to build that thing from the ground up to to take advantage of that system. And what I think it's going to be. I think a lot of this jank will be eliminated. So Yeah, and I'll look forward if it's like backward compatible to playing, you know, Vader Immortal on the new one and seeing what it's like. Mm. Um, the, oh, sorry. And that's it. Like can they even make it backwards compatible or will they have to make a whole new version? I would think they can because all it's going to say is like, oh, use these new controllers as opposed to, because I think the controllers, they, there aren't any lights on them. So they like detect their space on their own. Well, yeah. And the headset has little cameras on it. Right. Because that doesn't have, it, nothing uses the light tracking. Right. But again, like I don't, I don't know eternally how those games work. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And uh, the one thing I, I will say that was my biggest takeaway was Iron Man was on sale for 20 bucks right now in mm-hmm. the days of play sale. And that is another, you need to uh, move controllers. Hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I have Arizona Sunshine left, as well as Rhombus of Ruin and The Inpatient. Those are my three games, and then I will be sending it back to you. I'm hoping to knock those out at least one a week. But, like, this mm-hmm. weekend, it's a longer Memorial Day weekend for me. Um, I'm I'm really getting the Psychonauts itch, and there's been just far too many hints. We'll find out for sure June 13th when mm-hmm. Xbox does its... Uh, presentation, but there's too many hints to suggest. I think Psychonauts 2 is coming this year. It was supposed to come last year, so there's no reason to believe it's not, but I think it's coming this year, and so I just want to play through the Rhombus of Ruin. It's short. It's like 90 minutes, but I want to play through Rhombus of Ruin and, and, and get there, so I feel pretty confident I'll play through that. I know the impatience like two hours, mm-hmm. and then uh, Arizona Sunshine might be longer. I don't know. This is another one of those it was an Oculus game first and got moved, but it works with both the controller and the move controllers. So and it's an on-rail shooter like mm-hmm. Rush of Blood. I think it'll be a little more useful with the move controllers. That's a little more of a controlled environment. Hmm. So whereas Star Wars, they're having you use your hands for all kinds of stuff. You see what I'm saying? You're yeah. moving the controllers in all kinds of weird areas that normally you're not gonna use it for. Whereas, um, you know, with with just a light gun shooter, you're just holding them out in front of you and moving them around. It's way easier to track. So, 
we'll see. But uh, but yeah. So Vader Immortal broke my heart. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's about three hours long for all three episodes, but yeah. There was there was a PSVR game my buddy let me. Like he had the box. Like it wasn't like a oh down. And um, I had never seen it before, and I and I really wanted to play that, and I it made me motion sick because it was a first person like exploration game, mm-hmm. and it was like was it Robinson Crusoe? It was, oh man, it was like some take on there was like the journey something. I swear you were like, it was like there was dinosaurs on the island, and you like what you could scan like animals and walk around and solve puzzles what the fuck was it called man because i've never seen it anywhere else there was a game i played called the time machine which which i know got a port i think it was called time machine i know it got a port on uh here i can pull up my steam page i know it got a port on psvr and i played that and that one was crazy honestly like uh had some cool stuff in it and uh yeah yeah you fought like a shark and shit like that it was pretty crazy but. I wish I could remember the name of it because it it was fun. I just I just wish um, I don't get and it did the stuff where it had all different options for moving around. Like you were saying, like you could do the straight up like yeah time machine walk. That's not what I played though. Yeah, this thing was crazy. You end up having a uh, oh man, there's a great white shark comes in taxi you and you do go back to the time of the dinosaurs and stuff. There's some crazy <laughs> stuff with that. This was up. not that this was like um i'm gonna find it buddy because it's gonna drive me nuts if i don't <laughs> that's fair um how can i get a list of uh psvr games yeah give me a list good luck give me a list here <laughs> there we go wikipedia is where you gotta go buddy there you go games bang oh jesus christ do they have like uh <laughs> Do they have? Can I? Was it? Man, release date. Here we go. North America. Robinson: The Journey. Yes, this is it. Yeah, that's it. Robinson, because it was like Swiss Family Robinson. It's not the Robinson. Wow, this is developed by Crytek. Yeah, and it was. It looked great, and it was. I wanted to keep playing it, but I just got motion sick. And yeah, and it was like a survival game. You crash land and you gotta like explore and set up your base. And, Dinosaurs. Uh, you, yeah, and you you scan stuff and get like your codex, everything you scan, you track stuff, and and um, <clears throat> it started to get good. And then I like I just got sick. I was because I got to a part where it actually had like a like ladders, almost mm-hmm. like a like scaffolding that you found a place where someone actually had built some stuff like primitive people. And I was climbing the ladders, and, I, and that was it. That was it. I was holding it together, creeping around. I was going real slow, making sure. But they, like I said, they, you could play a first person, like straight up walking around, or they did that sort of Resident Evil 7 phasing mm-hmm. to point to point. Uh, and I, I tried it like that for a while, and I don't know. Yeah, that that was a fun one. But he lent me that, and I was like, I've never seen this before. It's like a full-on game. And yeah. uh, that was good. I'd recommend that if you come across it but that's what's weird if you look up the psv games it's a pretty long list but most of them you have never seen you're like what are these games (laughs) well especially because the discs are not available as readily as you'd think yeah and and he had that one when he got his psvr he 
bought like a handful that they had, and that was one of the ones he had. It's Robinson the Journey. Because I remember the opening scene. Thirty bucks on the PlayStation Store. That's not there crazy. You go. I remember the opening scene. You're in a uh, the classic like you're inside a crash pod crashing onto a planet, and mm-hmm. you have to like break the door off to get out. But it was cool, man. I remember I was like, "This is dope." But <laughs> me and my some players of... experience extreme motion sickness while playing this game. There's a warning it... on the store. There you go. Yeah. I was one of them. Yeah. So me so. and my weak equilibrium. Oh well. Anyway. Anywho. So yeah, so that's it. That's what I've been playing. That's pretty good. Jealous, even though it's janky. But I'm gonna wait. <laughs> and hopefully, just like my my Series X, it uh I'm gonna wait. Be patient. Oh, yeah. And maybe I'll play that Vader Motor on a PlayStation 5 play PSVR two one day. There you go. With Lord no knows I will. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, all right. all right. Well, then, I guess we will call it to a close for those of you who are enjoying a Memorial Day weekend. I hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you outside of the U.S., uh, you know, that's what we're doing on Monday. Uh, if we're lucky enough to have it off. So, but yeah. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. So I guess until next time, next week, uh, peace out. All right, later.